Hello, world. Today's guest has truly one of the most fascinating life stories I've ever heard. Wally Green grew up in one of the most dangerous housing projects in Brooklyn, where all he knew at a very young age was gangs, guns, and violence. Until one day he met a man who taught him how to play ping pong in his early teens. From there, Wally went to become one of the best table tennis players in the world and went on to represent the United States in over 40 international competitions in over 20 countries, including North Korea. And his story about visiting North Korea is fucking mind-bending. So buckle up, say your prayers, and enjoy this fascinating conversation with Wally Green. Wally Green, dude, thank you for traveling all the way here from New York. The trip was okay, but... uh Towards, you towards, weren't expecting the lightning storm. Yeah. Like towards the end of the trip, man, it started getting a little bumpy. And, you know, it's been a while since I've been on a flight, so I forgot how that felt. Not to mention the lady sitting across from me going, Jesus, Jesus, and her dog going the whole time. So, yeah. For, for the listeners that aren't familiar with who you are and your story, tell me a little bit about your background and who you are. Uh, well, my name is Wally Green. I'm from New York City. Um... I grew up in the projects as a young kid, 13 years old, got into guns and gangs. I was able to change my life through the most unlikely sport of ping pong, a sport that I hated as a kid anyway, but I guess that's what took me out of where I was. Um, Played all over the world for the U.S. team and then uh, even did my own um, diplomacy for world peace in North Korea. So that's my story real quick. So where are you from originally? Where were you born? Uh, originally Brooklyn, Brooklyn, New York. Brooklyn. Yeah. What was that like growing up in Brooklyn? What was, um, what was your childhood like? I grew up in the projects. Uh, I grew up with uh, a lot of domestic violence. Like my mom and dad divorced probably. I don't, I don't even know when they divorced because I don't have any recollection of them together. So um, they divorced probably, let's say, maybe one maybe. Uh, my mom remarried uh, some idiot from from the islands and he used to beat the mess out of her. And uh, yeah, man, uh, the domestic violence was crazy. Grew up just, it was just a crazy, really shit childhood <laughs> growing up. Do you have brothers, sis- brothers and sisters? I have a stepbrother. Okay. But my stepbrother always got treated better than me because my stepbrother was the son of her new husband, who's my stepfather. It's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So it was that kind of thing where, you know, uh, that's his real son. I wasn't the real son, you know. So mm. I was the one that always got talked down that I was going to be in jail and I was going to die or whatever. All the bad stuff came to me and all the good stuff came to him. So that's pretty much the childhood. Were you close with your stepbrother or no? Not really. I, He's I think, the golden child. I think I had a lot of uh, probably animosity towards my stepbrother. I remember when we were like really young and we had bunk beds and he pissed me off and I threw him off the top of the bunk bed. Uh, but Damn, bro. I used to I used to um, make him say that, uh, that, let's say if I broke something, he had to say he did it. So I would say, I would tell him, you better say you did it. And then he would take the rap. Yeah, so I don't know. Why did you do that? I don't know, man. I was just, because I guess I was the one that was always getting in trouble for everything. It was always me. No matter what, it was me. I always got the blame. So I knew that if he said he did it, then he's, he wouldn't get the ass whipping, right? But if I say I did it, I would get the ass whipping. So I was, I'd be like, yo, say say you did it. Say you did it. Yeah, so that's pretty much. What, what year was that? Like, what, uh... What time frame was that when you were growing up in Brooklyn? Um, from a kid to about, I mean, I lived, I stayed in Brooklyn. Like 80s? For, or? Yeah, okay. probably like 80s. And um, yeah, I was pretty much in that situation until about, let's say like maybe 14. Well, actually 16. 16 was when I was, I was still there until 16. What was it like growing up in that area, a young teenager? Um... There is a lot of a lot of gun violence, a lot of gangs, and um, you had to. Here's here's the thing that I say. A lot of people always say, "Oh, you know, well, you had a choice. You had a choice. You you had a choice. You don't have a choice. It, you, if you grow up in the kind of projects, you don't really have a choice because this is how it goes. Let's say there's always more than one gang, right? There can be three. There can be four. There can be one. There can be two. Whatever. Um, in my projects, it was like three or four, right? So think about it. If you're a kid growing up in the projects, right, and there are three or four gangs that are in that projects, right, what do you think is going to happen to you if you don't join one? You're going to get your ass kicked from all four, right? So at least if you become part of something, then you have protection from the other things. So it's, it, it's, it's not something that you can say that you have a choice because you really don't have a choice, right? So, you know, you join a gang and you become part of, uh, the gang becomes part of your family. Well, they become your family. They become you and, you know, and 
they become more important than your family. So that was kind of my situation. Wow. So were a lot of your friends and a lot of people that you knew, they were all in gangs. Yeah. Yeah. Like all my friends, like all my friends, I, I didn't have normal friends and, and anyone who was normal. I didn't like them. So I, I, I already, and then what happens, I already developed like just the hatred for people in general. Like really? just, yeah. As a kid, I just didn't like, I just was, a, I was an angry kid. Mm-hmm. So I was always looking for uh, some fuel to, to, to piss me off, to do something. You know, I was, I was really crazy and just not normal by any means. You were telling me that story about your mom and the bike. Some kid stole your bike. Oh yeah. Yeah. I told you that story. Yeah. You told me that on the phone. Oh my God. That's crazy. Cause Wait. I don't tell most people that story. Really? Yeah. So it's a, so the fact oh, that you that story is crazy. You're actually the only person who's ever heard that story as a as a podcaster or on any show ever. Really? So that's crazy that I tell you a story. But wow. yeah. Today's my lucky day. That's crazy. Uh but yeah, so um I remember when I think I, I can't remember how, how young I was, but I was definitely very young. And I had a bike and I was downstairs and um some kid took my bike. Like he told me, Let me let let, let him ride it, I let him ride it, and the kid wouldn't give it back. And I went upstairs crying. And my mom. How old were you? I I don't I I, I want to say, I want to say ten. Let's just say it. it's got to be ten. It's got to be really young, because by thirteen I would have just like yeah, <laughs> it, it, it wouldn't have been good. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it had to be like nine nine like nine or ten. And I came upstairs crying, and my mom told me she says, "Listen, if you don't go back downstairs and get that bike, I'm gonna kick your ass all over this place." And I was like, "Whoa." And my mom, my mom was no joke. Like my mom would hurt you for real. So <laughs> I was more scared of my mom. I went downstairs. The kid, and the kid's still there, and like literally punched him in the face. <laughs> and and he started crying. They took my bike and went back upstairs. And then no my mom way. said, "Good job." Yeah, my, yeah, it's crazy. Wow. But this is the same mom who also said, "Hey, you know, you shouldn't be out there fighting." So. Well, I mean, that was probably good for you in a way yeah. to do that. I mean, yeah, that, was, yeah. that was a pretty good lesson she taught you even yeah, though at yeah, a really yeah. young age, especially living in that part, yeah, in, that, yeah. in that kind of town. You know what I mean? In New York. Yeah. You got to be tough when you're young to be, able to, to be able to survive and be able to make it, right? Yeah, you do, you do, you do. I mean, if, if, if you're not, then people, people will try to take advantage of you. Or, right. or you know, pe- people judge you a lot just by the way – by the way your 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 face looks or, or or by the way your demeanor is so there's a lot of times you'll see people walking around with this face like mm, you know like like this but that might not even be really that you know that might not be their heart that might not even be where they at but a lot of times they know that if they're not like that then people are going to say oh yo you know what yeah that dude's soft yo Let's get them, you know, something like that. So a lot of people walk around, you know, and try to be like, "Yo, I'm hard, I'm hard, I'm hard." Like I've I've gotten to some crazy, some some crazy, just crazy stuff, in terms of that kind of thing, where where a particular individual, a particular individual was trying to be hard, and uh, put a gun to my face, and I slapped the shit out of him, dropped the gun, tried to shoot him. And guess what? We are brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools 
for your family jewels. They obsess over their technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. The Lawnmower 3.0 comes inside their brand new Perfect Package 3.0, which comes with everything you need to keep trimmed, cut free, and smelling nice downstairs. I have tried to use regular beard trimmers in the past to cut my cock and balls, and I cut the shit out of myself, and it was like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre cutting myself with a fucking open tuna can. But this thing doesn't do that because it's got this ceramic blade on it, and it feels like butter. Don't make the mistake I did. Don't use the same trimmer on your face that you use on your nasty nutsack. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code CONCRETE at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. And use the code CONCRETE. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. He had no bullets in the gun. <laughs> so He dropped his gun and you well, picked I it up. The sh- Yo, it was, it was crazy. It, it, it happened in the club and, and he... he it's a, it's a long story. It had to do with a girl and him talking nonsense. And I was with my boys and 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 you know. And another thing, when you're with your gang, you 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 feel like Superman. It doesn't matter. Like you're all powerful. And 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 this 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 uh feeling because your boys got your back. And mm-hmm. you, you, I can't explain it, but it's just such a powerful feeling. And this 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 kid put a gun to my face was talking shit about in a nightclub outside outside nightclub about about his girl and whatever whatever and and i just got pissed off i just fucking backslapped him like bang, as hard as i can and he dropped the gun on the floor and then i picked it up and guess what it had no fucking bullets in it so he's walking around with a gun with no bullets right zero bullets and i've encountered a lot of i've encountered a lot of that kind of stuff in my life where 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 you know, people try to present themselves as something that they're not. I mean, it's, it's happened another time too, when I was with one of my closest friends who's in my gang, and and the kid came up to us. You know, we were walking, and the kids looking at us, and we just looked at them. Then they walked away, and then they started coming back. I told my boy, "Yo, we we're gonna have to fight right now because these motherfuckers are coming back." And they started coming back towards us, and all it was was, "Oh, why are you looking at us?" How you know we looking at you if you're not looking at us? You know, some real dumbness. And then the kid was just talking, and the kid pulled out a gun. And, you know, one of his friends, at the time I had this name called Tragedy. Like, that was my gang name, Tragedy. They called you Tragedy? tragedy Why yeah. they call you that? Because if you mess with me, it was going to be a tragedy <laughs> for you. <laughs> but that was my name. It was, it was it was Tragedy. So so And then one of the kids was like, yo, I think Tragedy knows your brother. Because this kid's brother was a gangster, and his brother was in jail, and then it so happened that that um, they figured out that we knew each other, and then the kid kind of like said, "All right, whatever," and he left it alone. But I wasn't gonna leave it alone because this motherfucker just pulled a gun on me. So a few days later, I was with my boy, and we this is during high school, and we saw him, and my boy was like, "Yo, that's the kid from the day right there." So. I was like, word. So I, I got my other two boys, and we went and followed him. And he went into a store. And, we, and I went into the store. And I saw him and says, yo, yo, remember me? Yo, let's talk. I want to talk to you, right? And, and I wasn't going to do nothing to him, but I just wanted to make a point. I, w- I was always about making a point. So he, he didn't want to come out the store. And I was like, no, just come out. I said, don't worry. No one's packing anything. We just want to talk to you. Just come out. Just come out. So, so, so he finally came out the store, and I was like, yo. You remember the other day you put a gun to my you put a gun in my face? I said, yo, if you put a gun in somebody's face, then you better use it. I said, don't put a gun in somebody's face. 
and then don't use that shit. Because right now, I could just end your life right now if I wanted to, right? So I, I, I told him, I says, you know, I got respect for your brother, but what what you want to do? You want to keep this or you want to end this? How, how you want to do it? And then he just chose to just, just squash it. So we squashed it. But, you know, like I said, there's a lot of, there's a lot of kind of those kind of things going around where people, you know, want to be that gangster, but they're not really that gangster. Yeah. Was there, I mean, was there a lot of gun violence being involved with those gangs? You see a lot of people getting shot yeah, all the time. Like, yeah. like I, I, I've had friends who's gotten shot in front of me. You know, I've gotten grazed twice. Um, gotten what? Grazed, grazed. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I've, <laughs> yeah. Um, like in a shootout? Like, well, just running. Are you people shooting at you, you what? know. Yeah, because, you know, a, a, a lot of times, a, a lot of times in the projects or, or even around surrounding areas, if someone's got beef with you, you don't know when they're coming. You, so so when you ever hear the terms about having eyes behind your behind your head, right? You don't know when they're coming. You don't know how people are coming for you. And you don't know who. Sometimes sometimes you don't know who. A, a, lot, a lot of times, you know, you'll see people just run up on someone. If you, if you watch any of this stuff you see on the news, oh, right? Yeah. The person didn't call them and say, yo, I'm going to come get you at 4 o'clock. Nah, nobody says that. They just go. And if you happen to be there, you don't even know. The guy runs up on you and starts shooting at you. Now, fun fact, most people who have guns can't shoot. This is a this is this is a huge it's a fact. Yep. Most people who have guns illegally cannot shoot. Now it doesn't mean you guys gotta come try to shoot me now to prove a point. But you know but but you know what I'm talking about. Most people they because you know, in order to shoot a gun properly, you have to take training to do it. Right. Right. I mean, this is not shooting a gun properly. <laughs> right? right? It's not. It's just not. And uh most people miss. Point blank range. Like point like most most people shoot you here mm-hmm. and they kick back and they'll miss. So, yeah. Wow. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. But isn't it true that most people that are in gangs that that own guns, I mean, they're not, I mean, people in gangs, they're not necessarily killers. Like, they're not just trying to go out and kill people. No. They're, they're doing it pro- to protect, protect themselves for the most part, right? Yeah. The, the, the most part of it is, is just trying to protect what's yours, you know, yeah. and, and not letting someone else come in and try to step in and take what's yours you know by all means necessary you want to protect what's yours but yeah it's pretty much i mean it's not that often that someone's trying to like put out a hit on somebody no. for for not like gucci man you know people yeah. running up on him when he's with two girls trying to kill him and you know and then he ends up killing both of them yeah i see i wonder who trained him how to shoot he obviously knew how to shoot. i know right um yeah it's it's uh i mean things like that uh that's that's more of a deeper level, right? right? Yeah, a lot of it's mostly bullshit. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's it's usually a lot, just a lot of bullshit. Like, oh, this dude's been talking trash. Yeah, you know, it's it's it's. I mean, when I was younger, I mean, someone talked trash about me. I mean, that was a serious thing. Now nah, I don't care. I'm like whatever. But when I was younger, it, it was it it's 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 all it was all about saving face, right? And if you didn't do anything, you had the pressure. Of your people saying, yo, you gonna let that nigga talk about you like that? Yo, you gonna let him talk about you like that? For real? Now, guess what? You look soft. And you, you don't want to look right. soft in front of your boys, right? You So so a lot of people go out and do stuff, not because they really want to do it, but because they know that if they don't do it, 
then they're gonna look like a pussy. They're gonna like exactly, exactly, and yeah, and you don't want that because no. then your own boys turn on you. So yeah, damn man, it's crazy. <laughs> what a crazy way to grow up, man. Yeah, it's nuts. It's nuts. What's the craziest shit you saw? Damn, let me see. Hmm. Crazy. Anything crazy. that like really fucking stuck with you that you couldn't get delete out of your mind? Well, that was when my boy got shot. My boy got shot next to me, and I and that and that was pretty. And 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 that was more of like we were hanging out, like in the front of our projects, and some idiot rolls by in the car and starts shooting. And we wow. thought no one got hit, but he got hit, and and that and that shit sucked. He, I mean, he didn't die, but. Uh, I mean, it was pretty serious. Really? Yeah, yeah. What did you? Why would? Why did those guys shoot? Oh, uh, even till today, we don't even know who it was. We they just came by, rolled by, and they said, "Fuck you, niggas!" Blah blah. And yeah, and yeah. God damn, so, man. So, so, we, so we don't even know, man. But yeah, man. But shit like that is is just it's crazy, man. Now I'm thinking back about it and just like thinking about it. Uh, yeah, I mean, it could have been me. Right. It, it, like, like, you know, the bullets, bullets don't know names. They, they don't know people, color, race. They don't care. Mm-mm. You know, they just shoot. And yeah. And, and even till today, I don't even know. I don't even know. I have no idea of who it was. It was just real quick. And, and I don't know. Maybe, maybe they were trying to hit him. Like, well, and I, I'll never know. Yeah. So is ping pong what ended up getting you out of this neighborhood? Yeah. And how did you get introduced to ping pong? <laughs> So the whole ping pong thing is. is, is oh, I'm crazy. sorry. I'm sorry. Should I call it table tennis? No, nah, I like the word ping pong, man. Okay. I, I the so a lot of a lot of the the pro table tennis players, they they hate the word uh, ping pong, but uh, why do they why do they hate oh, it? Oh, because they say ping pong is 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 uh, what you do in the basement, right? But my my counter to to that is number one. The best people in the world that play this sport that destroy everyone are Chinese. Chinese say ping pong, right? I've never Fair heard enough. table tennis, so I think that just solidifies my argument right there. Yeah, right? totally does. But um, yeah, so uh, I hated ping pong actually. Like growing up in school, like in high school, we had a ping. There was like a ping pong club in the, in, the, in the lunchroom. So I remember. I was playing basketball, football. I played tennis, played volleyball, wrestling. And I remember I would come through the lunchroom and see these kids playing ping pong. And I used to make fun of them. And I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> Fucking nerds. Yeah, it's so crazy. Look, look at these kids with short shorts and a stick. I was like, oh, my God, what is this? Right? So so I, I hated this sport. Right? Uh, and um, so, so during the off season of my sports, I started shooting pool. I got into pool. Like, I liked pool a lot. And I, uh, I went to a, a billiards hall, uh, not billiards hall, a billiards store, and I had bought a pool stick, right, for a little bit of money. And then I went back a week later and then stole another one. So I switched, I switched the pool stick out for another pool stick, right? And so now I had this really nice pool stick, which gave me the, uh, uh, the idea that I was good at pool, and I really wasn't. I was okay. I was okay. Uh, and I got hustled for some money at a pool hall. Money that I really didn't have, but you know, mm-hmm. I was always mad at my worth. I lost the bet, pay up. So I lost the bet, and uh, I got a little pissed off, and I took the pool stick and I hit it on the um, pool table, and it it cracked. Like the pool stick just cracked. So I was even more angry, and then I, I turn around, I look, and I see some Asian kids playing ping pong, 
right? So the pool, I had a ping pong table, right? So I look over there, and I don't know. I think I, I think I was more being bully. I was probably being a bully because I don't think I really wanted to play ping pong. Yeah. I went over there, and I was like, hey, I want to get a hit. I didn't even ask. I was like, I want to get a hit. And the guy was like, you play? I was like, no, nah, I don't play this. <laughs> and, and, then, and he gave me the paddle. And then uh, out of anger, I had played tennis also. So, so I knew how to hold it somewhat. Right. And out of anger, <clears throat> it was more me just trying to lash out at the ball because I broke my pool stick. And the ball went on the table. And the guy goes, oh, man, wow, you play? And I was like, nah, I don't play this. He was like, yo, you should go check out this club. There, there's, there's a club downtown. I mean, in Midtown, Manhattan. You should go check it out. It's, it's a ping pong club. And I was like, there's a ping pong club? What do you mean? There's a place where people go and play this? Like, I was, couldn't believe it. He was like, yeah, it is. So I was like, really? So I wanted to go check it out because I just wanted to see. I couldn't believe that there was a place where pro ping pong players played. So, so, and you know, I was an athlete, right? So I played right. every sport. So I was like, there's pros that play this? No way. It's impossible. So I go down. I go check it out. <clears throat> And I go, I go inside this pool hall, right? And huge pool hall. And then it's like, I think it was like six tables. And people were playing like, bomb, 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 bomb. And I was like, whoa, this is crazy. I was like, whoa, this is, this is, this is nuts. This is some next level stuff. So uh, I tried to get to, I, tried, I wanted to play right away, right? Because I'm, I'm a seasoned athlete. I want to play. Right. Nobody would play with me. They were, they were like, oh, my, uh, I'm tired. Oh, I got to go somewhere. And they would play with someone else. And then I would get so tight. And, and and all I kept thinking in my mind was like, these motherfuckers don't know me, man. I would shoot up this whole place. Like, <laughs> I was so tight. I was like, yo, what the? So so I would just keep going. So I'm a kind of person, I like to go where people don't want me. If you don't want me there, I will be there right in your face. Like, like I'm that, I, I tell you a really funny, just a, a really quick side story off of that, which I think is really funny. So, so, so like the new app, as you know, is Clubhouse, right? Yeah. And there's uh, a particular person that I really can't stand. I really can't stand this person, right? But this person's in my contacts, right? And uh, a friend of yours? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. A friend of mine that I really don't. I, I don't. It, 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 it it's a her, and I really don't like her at all. Like, I really despise hmm. her. Wow. Why? So, um, she, she's just like, uh, she, she was really disrespectful on something that was trying to help her with sponsorship stuff and she thought she knew everything and you see obviously she still didn't get sponsored because she didn't listen but she was really rude about the way she went about it mm -hmm. and, and, and and I told her I said listen you're being really disrespectful you asked me for help and I helped you but you're being disrespectful and then she got to all this oh, I said listen I ain't got time for your dumb ass so I just stopped talking I just stopped talking to her yeah. so <laughs> a month ago I get a request so, so you know, in Clubhouse, if people don't have invites, um, what happens is uh, the the app will find contacts and say, "Hey, this person's on the waiting list for uh, Clubhouse, right?" Mm -hmm. And then you can then uh, invite them to Clubhouse without sending them an, your an actual invite. So it's a free invite to mm. invite them. Now, whenever you invite someone to Clubhouse, your name is at the bottom of their profile forever. That's how it works. Really? Yeah. So, so, <laughs> so this person that I really That's hate, weird. it has her name, her profile, and it says nominated by Wally Green. <laughs> uh. So the rest of her life, as long as she has Clubhouse, as long as she has that phone with that number and Clubhouse, my name is always right there. 
and I did it on purpose. So does that make you feel good? Yeah, seeing that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> gotcha, yeah, bitch. Gotcha. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, um, yeah. <clears throat> so, so you got to that. Uh, you got to oh, a, yeah. a table tennis club. Or so something I went like to the club, and no one wanted to fuck with you. No, no one wanted to play a game with you. No one. No one. Everyone was like being an ass, and uh. Eventually, some old guys. Were they all came. Asian dudes? No, actually, actually, there were no Asian dudes. Actually, when I went there, there were actually no, there was not one Asian dude playing there. Really? None, none. They were all from the Caribbean. As, if I remember, everyone was from the Caribbean. Yep, pretty much everyone's yeah. from the Caribbean, yeah. And I think there's- is, is ping pong big in the Caribbean? Caribbean, like the Bahamas? Africa. Not really well, Bahamas, What part of the Caribbean? Like Guyana. Okay. So there was a lot of Guyanese people playing. Okay. Jamaican people. There's some Africans. So so it was it was it was more it there were not one Chinese person there. Wow. I, 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 if there was it maybe one. Was it kinda in the hood or no 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 okay. no, 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 no 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 Oh you no, said no, midtown. No, no. Midtown, yeah. And uh so eventually some old guy came and started playing with me sometimes. Really cool guy. Um and uh, he would destroy me, like, 11, like, 21, maybe 4, or 3, or 2. Now, I'm an athlete, and this old dude who's, like, 60 is, like, destroying me at ping pong. So I used to get so angry. I got so angry. And then, but he, he couldn't play all the time. So a lot of times I was just sitting there. And I really wanted to play now because I was like, this freaking guy beat me. There's no way. So um, this, 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 this dude came in, uh, and I think maybe it was his first time at the club, and he saw me sitting there, and he came up to me, and he goes, hey, uh, do you have a partner? And I was like, nah, not, not really. And he goes, if you play with me like two or three times a week, I can pay you $20. And I was like, what, $20? So for me, that was a hustle with $20, wait a minute, you know, just, just to play ping pong? Because I, I could hit, you know, I'm an athlete. I can play any sport, it doesn't matter. So I was like, all right, so... I would play with this guy, um, you know, maybe two times a week, three times a week, and he paid me $20, right? And then uh, we'd talk a little bit, you know, he, he would ask me about my family, and I, was, and I was like, and I would tell him about my gang and stuff like that. And, you know, we, we became chill, right? And then, uh, but for him, um, it was more like TV, right? Because, like, if you don't know anyone who's ever lived that kind of life or, or, or been in those kind of situations, then it's TV. It's a TV show, right? I mean, most people um, have never been around guns or gangs or, or, or been shot at or, or, you know, that kind of thing. So, but they've seen it on TV or in a movie, right? So when I was telling him stuff, uh, he was more, more or less... Um, Thinking this was like TV, so he wasn't taking me. Weren't, sick. You, weren't you worried that he might be a cop? Nah, because no? I because we we can tell cops immediately. It, it's it's very like an undercover cop. It's very easy. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's, it's how it's I, I can't explain to you. Like, <sighs> when, like when you grow up, when when you grow up in the projects for a long time, you know, like you can see it, it's you know the problem with undercover cops. And I'm not talking bad about cops now, so don't come looking for me. <laughs> I, you know, I, 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 I got to put out, what is it called? A disclaimer, disclaimer alert. Disclaimer. disclaimer alert. Yeah, but the problem with undercover cops, and this can help you guys, is that they try too hard. <laughs> they just try too hard, and, and they stand out. And the thing is, most people, are, now, now, now it's changing. Now, in these days, it's changing a lot because I had to do uh, um, jury duty. Uh, uh, a few months ago, and 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 I had uh, not not the normal jury duty, 
I forgot which one it's called, but um, what what we did was well, we chose whether cases got indicted or not. So this is a very different than the normal jury duty. And uh, these undercover cops were good. They were really? really good. Yeah. Like, they had this hot chick. She was, like, super hot. Like, there's no way I would have knew she was a cop. Oh, yeah. No way. That's like, that's adding a whole new dynamic to yo, it. Yo, she was super hot. Looked real. She, she looked, like, about 20. And, and, and when I was listening to her, like, she was in this major drug dealer's apartment alone. Like, the dude left her there. Like, yeah, so now it's different. But back then, they just tried so hard to blend in that you could see that, yeah, that guy's a cop. What kind of shit were you doing for money? Like, what were you doing for work? How, how What were you doing? I didn't have money. I was broke, man. So that's you guys, why. You didn't, you didn't have to make money, like, in the gang? You guys didn't do anything? Oh, no, nah, I, 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 never, I never got into the, like, the drug thing and, and the selling stuff. Never? No, never. I, really? I, I never. I never even. I never even did drugs back then. They let you be in the gang without doing any of that yeah, stuff because I fight. <laughs> oh, I fight. You're a fighter. I fight. You know, if you if 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 you just if, fuck people up yeah. and they want to keep you around. Like if people had beef, like I wasn't. I wasn't afraid to bust off. Like you know, let, let's do it. So, but I never. I, I never got into that side, right? And with, with the drug stuff, like I, I never. For some reason, I just never... I mean, I didn't even drink alcohol until, like... What about, like, jacking cars or anything? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everybody. I, I, got, I got caught once for that shit. That that shit sucked. What do you mean you got but caught? Yeah, I, How'd you I, get caught? I got, so, so, me, so me and my friend, um, we jacked a car that, that, that was not... It, so our project was here. Uh-huh. It was in another complex, but it wasn't a project. And um, my friend talked me into it. Right. I didn't know nothing about doing this shit. And I and I actually I I didn't even jack the car. I was just with him as 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 a support. Right? <laughs> a moral support. Moral support. Right? But I, I was Of with course, him. yeah. And he he was trying to teach me like he like he you know the old school way, you know, break the top part. Like he he told me like, you know, break the back you no know, every car used to have the little back window, break the back window, get into the car. So we got caught, man. And I oh shit. And that, that was not What crazy. kind of car was it? Uh, it was it was a uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, what is that? What is it? What is it? What a, a hun- Hyundai Hyundai a Hyundai a Hyundai Hyundai yeah yeah it was, it was a Hyundai and uh and I remember man because it was so close to my fucking house man and we got arrested and then my mom fucking got called on that shit and that and that, and, and that was where I was more worried about like fucking them call and I knew they were gonna do it because I was a minor mm-hmm. he actually wasn't a minor okay so he actually got arrested how old were you at the time. I think at the time I was like 14. Damn. Yeah, but he was, I think, maybe 19. So he got arrested. I, I remember I, I, I remember he, he had got arrested, and then they had to call my parents. And my mom <sighs> came and stepfather, and it was fucking disaster from there. But oh, that was man. the one and only time that. The one and only time? One and only time, yeah. I, after, after that shit, I was like, fuck that, man. <laughs> it's, 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 it's too much work. So what happened after you uh, started hanging out with this dude in the pool hall? He's paying you 20 bucks every yeah. time you play with him. So so the 20 bucks was, was a hustle for me. So, you know, it was good. It's, it was how I could eat. I got $20 yeah. now, you know. Every day, every yeah. week? What was it? Like It was like maybe two or three times a week. Okay. So I was getting like 60 bucks a week, man, to play fucking ping pong. You know? yeah. so, so, you know, I mean, what I did do a lot when I was young, I did a lot of stealing. Like a lot of fucking stealing. A lot. Like from people's houses or from where? Yo. What'd you steal from? I never broke into people's houses, but we would jack people up on a train. Like, like, uh, we, like, like rob we, people, yeah. Like, we, like, we, like we go on a train, maybe like 
five or six of us deep on the train and there'll be someone sitting down. And you know, if five people come around, people can't see really what's going on until right. it's too late. So that I did a lot. I did, and then just stealing shit from the stores and stuff like that, trying to see how 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 much what's the most expensive thing we could get out of the store, <laughs> yeah. you know, like that. But yeah. But anyway, uh like would you would you get shit just to keep it or would you sell it to make to uh, make both. money? Yeah. Sell it, sell okay. it, keep it. But mostly sell it, you yeah. know, t- to make some money and stuff like that. Um but yeah, so this this guy, you know, he he he's paying me this $20 and uh like I said before, he really didn't understand how serious what I was into for him it was like I, I get the feeling for him it was like TV and he just kind of like ah yeah whatever. So um yeah one, you were entertaining him. One day I went to the club to go meet him and uh I had a twenty two in my bag and um it kind of like fell out of the bag and uh right in front of him which really sucked and then he looked at he looked at it then he looked at me and the look on his face was just weird man it, it, it was it was weird it it, it it was just like i think everything that i've been talking about i just came hit him right there and then he was like and then before he said anything i picked it up. i was like i gotta go because at that point then i was a little worried because you know you don't know maybe he freaked out and called the police you, you don't know and i don't yeah. want to stay around i never stay around to find out what goes on so i picked it up and said yo i'm out and i just left and the first thing I thought about was like, yo, there goes my twenty dollars. I was like, yo, twenty dollar hustle is done for sure. Then the guy Yep, that's it. But I, mean, I was gonna say you, you were talking to him about doing all this stuff. I mean he he knew that you were you know, gun violence was in your life. He didn't you didn't stop to think like, you know, maybe this guy understands this. You know, most no. times most times if people's never been in a situation, how can someone understand that a thirteen year old kid could have guns? Right? Yeah. I if, see what if, you mean. if if you've never been in the situation, you've never been around kids that have that mentality, then there's no way that you can understand it, right? But if you look at history in some countries, kids are like 12, right? 10, 9, mm-hmm. right? And they're been dr- stolen and put in wars at 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, right? With yeah. big, with I never had no big guns. <laughs> like these kids walking around with big guns, right? Yeah. So, like so, automatic rifles. Yeah. And shit. So, so, so it's like if, if if you don't know anyone in that lifestyle, then it's very hard to comprehend. You know, for him, he was probably saying, uh, maybe he's having some problems, but it's not that serious. I think one of the stats I read about New York's gun violence was that, or the, like the murders, the gun murders, or the gun crimes that happened in New York, it's like a hundred percent males. Under the age of 18. Yeah. You know why, right? You know why? Because. <clears throat> I could be wrong, but I think it's pretty close to that. You might be right. And I'll tell you why. When you're young, you don't care. When, when, when you're when you're young, you don't care. Like, for example. Plus, you're stupid when you're yeah, young. Yeah. And, you know, we're all fucking idiots when we're that right, young. Right, we right. We don't know anything. And and, and then, you, you know, you, you, you think at a young age, like, if, if I shoot someone. You really don't understand how it can affect the rest of your life. You don't think about that. Mm. When, when you're young, you only think about the right now, this minute, this this instant. No, no, no kid says, well, you know what? If I shoot this guy today 
And if I get caught next week, then maybe 10, nobody thinks like that. It, mm -hmm. it's, it's the adrenaline. Like, what? You mess with me? And then eventually at the end, then you realize like, oh shit. What? And, it, and, and, it's, and, it's, and it's the words of every kid. What the fuck did I just do? When you realize that it's right. real now and now you're facing 15 years and you're only 12 or 10 or 13 or 14, whatever, and now you face 15 years and the first thing is in your head is, what did I fucking do? Right? Yeah. Why do you think it's like that? Um, I don't know, man. I mean, do you think guns are the problem? I was yeah. having this conversation with somebody the other day that were, uh, about the gun problem and... You know, a lot of people think that if you try to, like, put some sort of crazy restriction on guns or make it illegal to own guns, that it's somehow going to solve the crime in the inner cities. Nah, I don't think so. Because gun guns are illegal. They're technically illegal. Right. People will find a way to get them. I they, think... Most, by and large, they own them illegally. Yeah. I I, I think, I think uh, if they want to solve uh, the problem with guns... They need to make the law um, a lot tougher. Like, if you kill someone, you get life. Like, mm -hmm. never come out, right? I mean, think about it. If, you, if, 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 you, if you're a kid and you shoot someone, right, and you kill that person, maybe you do maybe 15 years. But still, if you're a kid, at 15, you come out at 30, Mm -hmm. You're still a young dude. You did lose a lot of time, but you still can come out. So 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 I think if they made rules where like if you kill someone, you're doing life and you're never coming out. Ever. There is no parole for it. Then I think maybe people will think twice. Like Or what about what about if there was like a a, a more obvious, clearer path for young kids in this in those cities to to earn like a substantial income or to make good that money too. and not have to fall back on crime. I mean, I mean that too. <clears throat> it's like, we're, you know, a lot of people, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but when you're coming up, you don't have many options. Like you got right. gangs, you got whatever, but if you had like, okay, I have the option of a gang or I could go get this job and make a pretty good fucking living right. to support myself. Right. I'm sure a lot more people would choose that. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. But that's, that's just never the point. I mean, that's, that's just never what happens. Yeah, it's always the latter. It's always mm -hmm. you know, you know, the life is tough. No, it's no money. There's this, you you know, um, everything is just really hard. And then it's also it's also the parents, right? It's it, it's parents. It's, yeah, that's it, a big it, part of it. Right? Huh? It's, it's also the parents. Not really. Sometimes the parents don't know better. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So so a lot of times too, the parents may come from that life as well. Right. And now the kid sees it. And and yeah, so I mean, but you're right though. If, if there's, it, it's, the, the kids need more opportunity, and, right? And, and they need to know that there's a uh, more than one way to reach a goal. I think now a lot of the kids that grow up in the projects, you know, it's I want to be a rapper, I want to be a basketball star, or you know, things that yeah are possible but are unlikely, right? I mean, it, it, it's it's just a fact. It's it's it, you know, if everyone could be a basketball star and a rapper, then it would be no problems, right? But, mm -hmm. but I, I think that they need to get more opportunity. They they need to have their mind opened up to different things around the world, not just like for me. It was just my projects. I didn't know anything about the world. I didn't know anything about yeah 
I didn't, I didn't know anything about other boroughs. I only knew my projects. So I think that that would definitely help, though. So after you dropped your gun in front of this guy and you took off, what happened? Like you obviously stayed. I mean, you obviously kept. Yeah. So kept I thought playing ping pong. I no, actually, my ping pong was going to end dead. Oh yeah, you yeah. had no plan to do it no, again. No, zero. Because you didn't really care for it. No, and plus I was not going to go back there. I'm right. not going to go back there. You crazy? I don't know who else saw that. So um, after uh, two days later, the guy calls me and says, "Hey, are we still playing?" And I was like, "What?" So then, I was a little worried in the beginning, but then it was twenty dollars. The money overrules the worry. Mm-hmm. So and, and 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 you see that all the time with a lot of like drug dealers, you know. Stop right there, but nah, you know what? I'm gonna go get that one more because I need that money, and then boom, you get caught. Yeah. So, so, so I was like, you know, twenty dollars. You know what? Twenty ah, bucks is worth the risk. It's worth the risk. Let's go. So, so I went and I played with the guy, and and the thing that was very interesting, he never gave me a le- you know, I never got a lecture from this dude. He never, he never said like, yo, what are you doing? You're gonna ruin your life. You shouldn't do that because then I would have just freaking just bounced, and I'd be like, yo, right. I'm gonna hear you. But he never ever said anything like it. Almost like it is weird. It was almost like it didn't happen. He never talked about it. He never mentioned anything. He never said. And you were you were afraid that he was going to bring it up. I was always afraid he was going to bring it up. Right. I, I was waiting for him to bring it up. Right. I was waiting, but it never came. He never he never said. He just played with me, and and then he says, "Hey, I want to invite you to my house." I was like, "What?" And and so he Uh-oh. yeah exactly <laughs> I was like who's this guy talking about <laughs> so 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 he had a house um in um near near Hunter Mountain right and uh he had an apartment in the city and so he wanted to bring me to Hunter Mountain I was like fucking guy would have bring me to the mountains I was going on in the mountains wrong with this dude man so I was like oh man this is crazy so I was like all right whatever you know I'm, I'm gonna go check it out he says his family lives there. So I went up there and uh, met his family. And it's kind of weird, too, because I don't know if he was trying to give me a sense of what family is. Because why would you bring the kid who just dropped the gun in front of you to your family's house in the woods? <laughs> like, what was wrong with you? So, yeah. but, how, but far, yeah. how far away from was it from the city? Uh, Hunter is like two and a half hours from, Damn. from, from New York. And it, his house is in the woods. It's legit in the woods like like camping like i was a little bit scared man when 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 uh when 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 they would all sleep because i'm up i'm up and i'm looking out and you can't see shit it's black black and you're used to the city and i was the city and it's black no noise maybe you see a bear and i was like it's crazy man and and so um yeah what was the house like was it big huge huge but but his some guy had money he had a lot of money but they lived a quaker it's I don't know if it's Quaker lifestyle. Like they, they had no TV. They had no sugar, so no cookies, no candy, no nothing. Just huh. yeah, it was very strange, very very strange. <laughs> but uh, what was this dude's ethnicity? What where was he from? Uh, I think he, if I remember, he was Israeli. Israeli guy. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. But um, it's just weird, man. And then, like you know, he he comes to me and says, "Hey, um." I had went there and I went there again, and then and, and then it became fun. Like you know, it felt like a family. I was playing with his kids and the wife, and the, he had a ping pong table in his house. Okay, right. And I was like, "Oh, this is cool." So so um, then he says, "Hey, um, I see that you're interested in ping pong, and I really want to help you. So I want to pay for you to go to Germany." And I was like, "What?" Now the only thing I knew about Germany was Hitler. 
So I was like, I was like, I was like, this is just getting worse and worse as, as it goes along. Germany, and but but still, I was always a person that I jumped on opportunity. Right, it didn't matter if it was good or bad. If it was opportunity, I'm taking it. Right, because I never know what was different. Going. Uncharted yeah, different. territory, scary. Germany is a different country. Yeah, like, whoa, it's crazy. And you were how old at the time? I was. Let me see. When he said the Germany is 14, 16, 18. Okay. Yeah. So, so I was like, whoa, man, really? So, yeah, man, the dude made it happen. Did he, he had a connection, and, and I didn't know any of this. I didn't know he had a connection to. All this stuff. He never told me any of this stuff. And so he had a connection with a sports school in Germany in, in Hanover. The town's called Hanover. And uh, in that school is where all the uh, top athletes of different sports live. Right? So their curriculum is mostly their sport. And then the academics is secondary. So this mm. is like the top level. So I, I went there and I lived with these kids <laughs> for like two months. And... uh Learned ping pong, and, th- and that's how I started. That's really pong. fucking cool how they make the ath- the people that are really good at their sports yeah. the primary thing. Primary thing. And academic secondary. Yeah. When in America, they pretend like it's the other way around. Yeah, exactly. They pretend they here pretend like it. academics comes first, yeah. but really. But we, we know the real deal. Right. Exactly, yeah, but. Which is stupid that we do that. It's crazy, it's crazy, because like, you know, like like all these kids, they, they're like the top in, in their in their city, what, whether it was a uh, a. Uh, 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 Table tennis or, or, or tennis or, or, or soccer, they, they were the top in their city. So, so they all go to the school. They all live wow. together in this school. They all practice their sports. They all eat together. You know, it, it was really, it was really interesting. What kind, what kind of different sports were there there? Uh, so if I remember correctly, there was uh, table tennis. I think there was uh, basketball. There was uh, football, soccer, mm-hmm. not off, soccer. And I think there was, there was something else. I can't remember. Oh, I think there was a um, like a, a, a handball, but not the handball on the wall. There's a different kind of handball that you throw into the net. So so it's it's called handball, mm-hmm. and um, it's 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 a mixture between I do not explain it. It's a mixture between I don't know basketball and dodgeball. I don't yeah. know. It, 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 it's a really I played it once, but it, it's a it's a really fun sport. So it, it's it's. So there's a net on both sides. So picture like like a net, a uh, 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 a soccer net, but not as big as a soccer net. Okay. Much smaller, <clears throat> right? And you hold the ball. You how can, big, what's the ball? How big is the ball? Like a basketball? Like, like a volleyball. Like a volleyball. Okay. And, and and so you you run around, you pass it, you pass it, and then there are lines that that you can't pass. Yeah. And you have to throw the ball into the net. It's it's called handball. It, it it's 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 a European sport, but it's it's pretty cool. So and they had that sport. So all these kids would come, and you know we all lived together. And yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty crazy. It for me it was difficult. In the first the first month was really hard for me because, um, like I said before, I was an angry kid, so I didn't like anybody, mm-hmm. or I didn't want to like anyone. Right? Mm-hmm. I wanted to keep that. You know, you want to keep that hard. Like yeah. You know, I'm 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 a gangster. Don't come near me. You want to keep that 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 yeah. that, that hard face. And the problem was, everybody was just being so nice to me. No one was giving me, no one was giving me that that fuel. No one. Everyone was like, "Oh my God, you're from America! Whoa, well, you're from they New York City." They wanted to get to know you. Yeah, they wanted to get to know me. And they were really nice, and I didn't like that. Like I hate. You're it. used to. You're not used to letting no, your guard down. No, no, and I didn't want to. And they just kept. And they just kept coming. So, so there's a saying. It's called. Um, Killing you with kindness. 
this is a real legit thing. Like I got killed with kindness because they just kept coming. They just kept coming. And and nobody would give me the, even when I got angry, they would say, oh, it's okay, man. Don't worry. And, and, I, and I didn't know how to react because I never, normally in my situation, uh, I get angry. The person gives me that fuel, makes me more angry. Wow. And now, but this was opposite. So for a while, man, I was like really confused. I was mentally like, like just confused. I didn't know what the hell was going on. Mm-hmm. And then um, eventually, like after like a month, I started to just talk to myself and, and, and figure like, yo, why are you angry? You're not in Brooklyn. You're not in a gang. You're totally far from your country. You're in a totally different country where people genuinely want to be your friend. Why are you angry? And I started to think about it, and then that's when I—that was my first start of change. Came right there. It came then, and then I started to open my eyes more and start to be more more willing to let my guard down to to um, be friends with people. Because the reason you don't want to let your guard down because you don't want you always think people are going to take advantage of you. So if you look weak, then people take advantage of you. Like I always tell people, don't mistake kindness for weakness. Right. So that's the the mentality that you have, that kindness equals weakness. Right. So I didn't want to be kind because I didn't want to look weak. But I didn't it didn't matter if I looked weak or not in front of them because they weren't in that mindset. Right. So it took me a while to figure it out. And then when I did figure it out, then I started to change. And that was my change. And that started to be more open to having different friends. Then I made friends and I started to get along with them. And then I was like, yo, what the fuck was I doing all this time? Yeah. So that was the start. Wow. So it's like your brain was getting rewired almost. Exactly. Because your whole life you've been used to living living in the city, living in Brooklyn. You're always trying to protect yourself by keeping your guard up, by, yeah, by yeah. being a tough guy, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. But um it, it it was it was uh So how long were you at the school for? So I was two months there and then I went from there, I went another month to a different part of um germany mm-hmm. to play with some pros because uh this, had, this is way before you did any kind of competition right yeah yeah it's before competition okay this, this is just my learning right and then i uh, played with some pros and um and the reason i played with the pros was because uh a year before or maybe not a year maybe yeah maybe about a year before i went to go see a competition to see what it looked like and and and, and where at uh, it was in what was this competition? I think it was U.S. Open, and it might have been in Las Vegas. Okay, maybe no, what's not maybe, maybe because of the guy. So the the, the guy who helped me. Mm. So so he took me to see a competition, and um, there was uh players there who were like the best of in the world, and they would say, "Oh, that guy is Waldner. He's the number one player in the world," and so like. I frankly didn't care who these guys were. I just wanted, I'd go up to them and talk to them. Like, yo, I heard you're number one. Yeah. <laughs> right? They'll look at me like I'm stupid. They're like, yeah. That's a rare, that's a rare uh, a trait that a lot of New Yorkers have. Yeah, They yeah. can talk to anybody. Talk to anybody. I go, yeah, you're number one? He's like, yeah. So so, so I, I met some people there, and, and they always said, if you're ever in Germany and, and you want to play, you should let us know. So it just worked out. Like, holy shit, I'm in fucking Germany. I, I know some people, so I, I, I send you know I, I contacted uh, a friend, and I was like, yeah, I'm in Germany, Hanover, and he was like, oh, you should come to Frankfurt. 
and I, I really had no more money left. Like it was crazy, and 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 I did. I, I went there. I went to I went to uh, to Frankfurt and uh, hung out with a friend who plays professional. He played the German national team, and uh, then I went to. A, then he brought me to a smaller city, which is called uh, Grenzau. Actually, this this town, most Germans don't even know this town. That's how small it is. Really small. It's What's it an, called? It's called Grenzau. Grenzau. So so. so the the town everyone would know is called Koblenz. Koblenz is a big city. Everyone knows that. If you go up in the city, if you go up into the mountains, there's uh, another town called Hergenshausen. Hergenshausen is a smaller town. Then if you go within that town, it's another town called Grenzau. And it's a very, very, very small town. It's actually a table tennis town, which is crazy. Everyone who lives there either plays, loves, or likes table tennis. Wow. Yeah, everyone. So so it was really cool for me to play there because what's it called? What's that little town? It's, it's called Grenzal. Grenzal, like yeah, G R E N S A L. No, I think G R E N S A U. S A U. Grenzal. And, okay. And and and, it, and it's a very interesting place because everyone there knows table tennis. Yeah. So for me, it was really cool being a black dude from America who's going to practice with this team because everyone knew already. Everyone knew. Oh, there's a black guy coming from America. Was that super rare for them? Yeah, there's extremely, no is, extremely. How many rare. other black ten, table tennis there, players did there, you meet? Was there none at none. this time? Zero. Wow. Yeah, and and it's very rare for them too because this team was the best team in the world. So so for example, like uh, um, how, how can you say, okay, let's take soccer. Like soccer, for example, is the best team in table tennis, as was Brazil to soccer. So they played Champions League. This team never lost. Right. So the fact that some American black guy was coming to practice, everybody was like, who is this dude? Like, is he good? Right? And I sucked. I wasn't even good. I wasn't even good. Um, so, so I went there to practice. And, and that's why I spent the rest of my time in Germany. Really had zero money. Like, friends helped help me out because the guys thing already ended, right? So this was something now that was pretty much on my own. Oh. Yeah, cause, because... Because that, that, that thing was already paid for. It was for a certain amount of time. Mm -hmm. And this was now me on my own. So instead of coming back to instead the States. Instead of coming back to the States, yeah. You just decided to. I decided to, to go to freaking, to Grenzau. <laughs> to go How did you words. hear about Grenzau? Oh, because uh, remember I told you that from the U.S. Open, the guy that I met. Oh, said, okay, yep. He said that if, I, if I'm in Germany. So I met him and he brought me there. And it was cool. It was crazy, man, because it was like the best players in the fucking world were on one team, and it was nuts. I would watch them practice, and and they and they would play with me a little bit. Of course, I wasn't that level, right. uh, but uh, the coach's son was good, and I played a lot with the coach's son. He also trained with the team. Okay. He he was an alternate for the team, so I I played with him a lot. Okay, because he was the closest one to what my level was after training at that school right because the, the other guys were top were top 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 players in the world so of course i'm not that level but they but they would still play with me you know because you know for them it was interesting mm -hmm. some black american kid you know practicing with them and they're the best of the best of the best yeah so so i, so I stayed there for for about another month and then i came back to to america what did you do when you came back and where'd you go oh when i came back uh I was just so into ping pong now. I was like crazy about ping pong. So 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 I started to find the ping pong clubs and then and Did you keep in touch with that dude? I kept in touch with the dude when I came back. Um but then I lost I lost contact with him 
like years later, they, there was some war in Israel some years ago, a long while ago, and I lost contact with him because we we made this film, this documentary film that was that's really cool, and um, we tried to find this guy because it would have been such a good part of the documentary, right? You know, uh, showing him what I've become because of him. Yeah. So that would have been a really good part of the documentary and we could not find him. We found the school. We found, we even found the coach. We found the coach and we was trying to get information from the coach, but the coach says that they don't keep the records that far back. Wow. Yeah. So, so we never found, we never found the guy. Still can't find the guy. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Did you ever try going back to his house? I, I won't, re- I won't remember where it's at. Oh, really? I mean, I know where Hunter Mountain is at. Yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe, I don't know. Maybe, maybe if I actually went there, could you imagine if you showed up on his doorstep? I would now? have to get off. I would have to get off the bus stop. Cause I remember when I when I went there to take a bus, and I would get off the bus stop, and then I would walk. But I mean, it, it would probably be really, really hard to do that. I if you mean, just went there and filmed it, that would be crazy. <laughs> that would be nuts. And then trying trying to find this trying to find this guy's house. Yeah, I mean the documentary you can make a whole separate whole documentary just about, about trying that. to find him. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Just you're trying right. to find this fucker. You're right, you're right. All right, so you came back, you didn't keep in touch with him. Yeah, so But what did you do? So so you then, were obsessed with it going I, I became obsessed. Like really, like it became like crack. Like mm-hmm. I just wanted to play ping pong. You start hustling day. people? Oh, uh, the the hustling came way later. Okay. Like, like after I got better. But um I, I just wanted to play a lot. I just wanted to play. So I started playing every tournament and and and, and it was and it was really crazy because uh although although I changed my thinking, the hood did not come out of me no. at all. No. It, it actually, probably never will. It actually came a lot it came into ping pong a lot. So I would be so I got into a lot of altercations. Oh shit. Oh in ping pong. Yeah, people people know me dude i saw i saw a video of you uh playing some some guy it was like a tournament or whatever and like at the end of the round he just basically like tossed the ball over when like you weren't ready for it and you're like are you fucking kidding me are you gonna count that shit oh man yeah (laughs) so that that's actually recent that oh is it really yeah that's not that long ago that's i mean when i say recent it's probably like four or five years ago okay that i know what that is i remember exactly that was uh me playing against chinese national team so i was playing against chinese national team and and the umpire and the umpire was being a dick like really like i actually won that point and he said i didn't and if you look at the camera i served the ball and and he went past him and he said that that i lost the point and I just flipped out and I got angry and and yeah. yeah. So so, but then he also like nonchalantly yeah. like tossed the ball well, over the yeah, net. Yeah, yeah, and I I smashed it up into the air. Yeah, yeah. I got a lot. You know what's funny? That video, I got a lot of haters from that video. Saying, Did you? Oh yeah. Oh, I don't know why this guy represents America. He's such a bad. He's such a bad uh, 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 influence on people. Blah, blah blah. And I'm like, yo, you guys are idiots, man. First of all, yeah, they don't know. They don't know. No, know what happened. And, and there's more to that video. Well, that motherfucker I, cheated, dude. Exactly, yo. <laughs> and there's more to that video too. They they also um, made a mistake and they gave me a point that they should have gave to him. Oh, really? To the Chinese guy. And I said, no, that's not the score. And they said, no, it's the score. I said, no, it's not the score. And they said, it is the score. And I went. I took the guy's hands off the thing and changed the score myself. And the crowd started clapping. That's crazy, man. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I bet a lot. I mean, 
I don't know, but I'm sure they're in the sport of ping pong. A lot of people from China aren't used to like raising their voice and sticking no. up for themselves. You know, they're very like soft spoken. No, no, no. I, I tell you another funny story about that. So once I started playing pro, um, my first competition was I had three. Was it? Let me see the Chenjun G one. Yeah. Okay. So the first the first competition pro competition I played was in Germany, right? German German Open, and I got smoked, destroyed by people that I actually played with. Got smoked. I was so nervous. Then, the next week, I was in in uh, Holland, in 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 Rotterdam. So I remember exactly. I played the first person I played was from Russia. Got smoked. Smoked. No chance. Second person I played was from England. Got smoked. No chance. The third person I played was from China. Right, and uh. I was playing this Chinese kid, and I remember his, I will never forget his name. His name is Chen Junji. I can never forget this name because Chen Junji. Chen Junji, because <laughs> what this, a crazy name. This this moment is actually what defined me in table tennis. Was this particular moment here? So I played this. I'm playing this Chinese kid. He's smoking me. First game I think it was eleven one. Second Fuck. game, second game eleven two. I don't even. I was getting killed. I was getting killed, right? Then um, my friend, uh, uh, my German friend, when I tell you about. We were always together. So whenever I travel, we were always together. I'm always with this dude. And uh, I was teaching him some hood stuff, right? Because he's very, very German, proper German. And I was like, no, nah, man, you got to go boop, boop, boop. You know, no, you got to say, yo, what's up, man? You know, so so I, 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 I taught him a lot of hood stuff, like, right? So um, when I'm playing this dude, it was 3-0. Chains guys, 3-0, right? Uh, he, my, my friend, he's coaching me, calls timeout. And he says, come on, Wally. Boop, 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 boop. He said, boop, boop, like this, right? And so, so I said, okay. You know, he, he, wants, he wants me to get pumped up, right? So right, he's trying to get you fired up. I made a serve, and it aced the Chinese guy, right? And when it aced him, I was like, yeah, baby, that's it. Bro, bro. <laughs> Yo, the dude almost shit bad, man. Is this on video? No, I wish I had this on video. I wish I had it on video. Yo, the dude. <clears throat> But I still have the article. I still, I think I still have the article that they wrote about this. So the dude just, because he's never seen that. Nobody's ever seen that. As a matter of fact, nobody didn't even know who I was. Nobody's never seen this. I started bringing the gangster into ping pong. I started getting real gangster with it. Real gangster. Wow. Then I took a game off him, which is, it's, it doesn't even make sense. Like, it, it's, it's almost like some junior high school kid freaking taking a game off LeBron in basketball, some junior high school kid. Like, no chance. It's negative. I took a game off this dude, right? Then we played again. Right? Actually, he was up 2-0. Then, then we played again. He won, he won the next game. Very close. Mm-hmm. Then that was uh, a 3-1. Three, three it's 4 out of 7. I won the next game. So I won the fifth game, which is crazy. And everybody's looking at me because now I'm really pumped up. I'm like, that's it, baby. Take him down. Take him down. This boy's got no chance. I'm talking mad You were probably psyching him the fuck out. Yo, had him psyched out like crazy. You were fucking his head up. Then it was 3-2-9. So so at this time, the the, the scores go to 11. I mean, 11 points. So 3-2-9-6 for me. So I just need one more. I need one more. One more game, and it's 3-3 against Chinese national team, the best in the world, right? So 3-2, 9-6, and, and I'm making noise. This dude's shit in his pants the whole time. He's, like, scared to death yeah. because no one's never seen anyone be gangster with it, right? Right. P- ping pong's more like, yeah, cho, huh. 
who, who. That's it. That's it. No, yeah. no, nobody gets crazy. I was getting crazy. Come on, baby. Like it's almost like I was playing football or basketball, but on a basketball that's hilarious. table. And uh, it was nine six. And then um, the the stupid thing I did was believe that I could win, and that's where you get screwed up. So I. Be- what do you mean? The stupid I, thing you did was believe that I'm, you could I'm win. I'm tell you. Because I started to believe I could win, I said, okay, let me come down and finish this match. It was the wrong freaking thing to do. I should have just kept being crazy and kept being me, and maybe I, maybe I would have beat him. Mm. But because I calmed down, because I really believed I could win, when I really had no chance to beat this dude, but I started <clears throat> to believe I could win, then I calmed down and I started to try to focus. Oh. And then the guy came back and won the match. Right and and uh and before there's one part I forgot to say, um, so when I made the score when when the score was nine so what happened was the score was nine six three two for him, and the coach called a timeout at nine six because if I win this game it's three three, I think this dude's gonna be more nervous in the last game. The coach Chinese coach called timeout and the Chinese coach started yelling at him, right and and my German friend speaks Chinese. And 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 the, what the coach was saying was like, I never saw this guy anywhere in my life because nobody knew me. I never saw this guy. If you lose to this guy, you will never play this country again. <gasps> oh my no, god! But it's real. China does not mess around. <clears throat> oh no! If you lose to me, <laughs> that's it. Your, your your career is finished. And fuck. And the guy came back, and I lost eleven nine. It was another point. Damn. But also, I calmed down, and I and I thought I could win when I really couldn't, and I lost. But well, is it the fact that you thought you could win? I mean, I th- I think it might have been the fact that you were maybe overthinking it. Well, more that I wasn't giving him the respect that he should get, right? Because but that's the thing. You shouldn't give him his respect. Yeah, then you, you're going to... You, yeah, you shouldn't, right? But right. once it, you started to... But once you start to give him the respect, mm. you, you know, because now I'm saying, okay, I can beat this guy. That's That's... Before, I didn't care. Right now, I'm saying I can beat this guy. Okay, focus, focus. You can win this match, and I changed what I was doing, yes. what was working, and then I lost. And uh, <clears throat> but that was the start of everyone in the world knowing who I was. Every top player in the world knew this crazy guy from New York City who's yelling all over the place, and everyone knew me. And and they and they wrote an article about what's more important, skill or mental. Right, because I was beating them in the mental in the mental because space. Because this guy obviously he, had the skill. Oh yeah, I had no chance, zero chance, zero chance. But <sighs> mentally, I, I got him. So yeah, that's a pretty funny story that I remember. Bro, that's incredible. So you started like like create your own brand. Yeah, you're like you were yes. like like the Dennis Rodman of ping pong. Yes, yes, yes. Because you know, as I was playing pro tour, like 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 I wasn't the best at all. I wasn't even close to the best. You know. And, and and in the beginning, I was getting killed by everyone. I was getting destroyed. Like, when I tell you, I was getting murdered. It was like, you know, why are you doing this, right? And um, But I loved the sport so much. I just needed to reevaluate my goals. Like, my goals were totally wrong. My goals were like, ah, I'm going to be the best. I'm going to beat everyone. No, you're not. You started this sport at 18. You're not going to be the best. You got to have respect for the guy who started at 3. Mm. And five, right? And how many of those guys are there? So the odds of you being the best are pretty much unlikely, right? You can be the best in America, maybe, you know, but in the world, nah, it's not going to happen. 
So 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 I I I started to evaluate the goals of how what I'm going to do in this sport because everybody's killing me. And then I just made smaller goals. I said, okay, you know what? I'm not going to try to beat these guys anymore. I'm going to try to get five points every game. First, let me, let me get five points one game. So I get five points. Oh, I can do that. Cool. All right. Let me get five points every game. So even even if I lose 4-0, I get five points, right? And so it would be funny, right? Because every, everybody would watch me because, you know, I was that hip-hop gangster guy that plays ping pong. And everybody knew. Everybody watched my match. So they would see, right? This is funny. I would lose 4-0. And I'll go, yeah, baby, that's it. Then what was wrong with this dude? He just lost. But I didn't lose. I won. Because in my mind, I said, <clears throat> I want to get five points. And I made my five points every game. What is a point? How do you get one point? So whoever misses. So, so if, if, you miss, you, if you make him miss, you get a point. I get a point. Okay. So, so my thing was, if I can get five points out of 11, I win. So and let's explain the basic rules of it. So you play till you play 11. to eleven. The first person with eleven points yes. and wins, and you play you play seven games. Four out of seven in Pro Tour. So the best, the person who wins four out of seven wins, wins yeah. the match. Yeah, and it's two okay. serves apiece. And so, you know, before I was getting killed, eleven one, eleven two. So once I started getting five points, I said, okay, if, you, if I if I get, and I and I made myself believe this: if you get five points in every game, you won this match. <laughs> Really, I, I I believed it. So I would get five points every game. I would lose four zero, and I'll go, yeah, baby, that's it. And people would look at me, what's wrong with this fucking dude? Right, he, he just lost. Right, I didn't lose. I won because I made a goal. Because you're I competing against goal. yourself. Exactly. So that's how I got better. I started competing against myself. Okay, now I made five points. Okay, let me take one game out of four. If I take one game, I win. And I put it in my head, if I take one game, I win. And then, yo, what's wrong with this? Dude? And then I started to notice that like. The kind of character that I had was very interesting for media in the sport because they never seen a sport. They didn't see a hip hop guy play ping pong, so I started getting all these interviews and 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 I would lose and they would interview me and not the winner, <laughs> and it was crazy. I was like, "Whoa, what's going on?" To the point where where sometimes they started giving me too many matches on the TV table, and I I, I, I remember one time in China I complained about. It. I said, "Hey." Can you not put me on the TV table? Like, like, can what's you, the TV table? So, so for example, let's let's say in a pro tour, a pro tour can have anywhere from like eight to twelve tables, right? But not every table has a TV camera. So usually two tables will have table one and table two will always have that TV camera there. Mm. All the other matches won't may not have a TV camera. They they may have they 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 may be filmed, but it wouldn't stream to TV. Got Only it. these two tables. So, a lot of players, they want to be on the TV table. I never wanted to be on the TV table. I really hated the TV table because I'm probably one of the worst players in the Pro Tour. Why do I want I want to be on the TV table? I want to be in like the table that's like in the corner. You know, away. I, I don't but want the people wanted to see you. Yes. So, so the, 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 I remember one time I was in China and, and, and they had two matches on the TV table, which is crazy. Pros, the pros people don't even get two matches on the TV. And this is in preliminary rounds. It's not even the main draw. And I told myself, listen, I just played on the TV table. Can you please take my next match off the TV table? And, the, and, and this is something that every player wants. Every player wants to be on the TV table. I didn't want it. And, and I told my skin there. And the Chinese guy goes, no. 
Wally, no, you are good for TV. <laughs> I was like, what? I said, yo, getting killed on TV is not good for me. It's like, no, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, so, and, and then I realized, like, yo, people, people, they they don't care about your skill level, you know. I, I brought something different. I brought this coolness, you know. I, I brought this this hip hop style and 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 you know this 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 this, this craziness to the sport. Yeah. You were fascinating to them. Do, yeah. Do you know? Do you know what the majority of the audience who watches ping pong is, or back then what what it was? I mean, like what kind of people watch ping pong matches? <laughs> um, what do you mean? What kind of people? I mean, like, what? Because I don't know anybody who watches ping pong. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, is, is it all is it all Chinese people who watch? Is no, it no, all no. Chinese televised uh, or? It's it's it, it's anyone who plays. Okay. So okay. So, so that's it. Which Most, makes me. It's. I'm trying to like dissect. You know who the people were that were so interested in you and why? Why? Oh, the the actual the actual people who were at the tournament. Okay. Itself, like the players. So the TV table was it being broadcasted? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It, it, like in China, in China, in like, China, in China, you'll you'll walk by and you'll see it on TV. And everybody in China just loves. You know, oh yeah, they, oh, they yeah. love ping pong. Okay. I mean, now they love more basketball, but but yeah, if if, if you walk by, like like you'll just see it. Isn't that crazy? You'll see it, yeah. So it was it was it was crazy, man. It was, so you were like a Chinese celebrity. Yeah, and, and then I really and then when I went to Japan it was the same thing, and then everywhere I went, I just started noticing that. They wanted to interview me, the guy who's losing. I'm like, yeah, what's going on? And then, and, and 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 then I realized. I said, I realized what my 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 uh, goal or, or or what I was supposed to do in this sport. I was supposed to make it cool. I wasn't supposed to be the best player in the world. I was supposed to make it cool, and that's what I did. Then once I realized that, and I said, okay, then I started playing better because oh, yeah. now I had no less pressure. pressure. Right. So I would go in there, you know. Make these crazy points, and they go, "Whoa, that's it, baby!" Or if, or if I was in China, you know, I play in Chinese in China, and I'll go, "Chayo," which means, you know, like like uh, the actual meaning means uh, add fuel to the fire, but it means fight. But I know I would say it in China because Chinese would see a black dude say, it and they'd be like, "Oh my god, who's that?" And then even even if I lost, it didn't matter, right? It didn't yeah. matter because I was cool, and, and yeah, yeah, and yeah, and that and that's how it, and that's how my whole table tennis career worked out. I mean, that's how I started to get sponsored. I mean, even before I started playing the pro, I, I made a video game with Rockstar Games. So the name of the game is called Rockstar Presents Table Tennis. It's the only, look at his face. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the only non-violent game that Rockstar has ever made. What? Yeah. yeah. When did it come 2006, out? 2006. 2006, 2007. It's the only game that Rockstar made that's non-violent. It's called Rockstar Presents Table Tennis. And, um, the way I got, you gotta pull that shit up, Aiden. That's you know, your cue, man. The way I got to make this game was that um, I was at a tournament, a local tournament in Chinatown, and uh, I was playing a kid from China who just came from China, and and we were fighting out, and the kid was like, "Cho," and I was like, "That's it, baby. Come on, come on. He's going down. He's going." I was talking mad trash, and they were scouting. <laughs> actually, they were Rockstar Games was scouting, and I know Rockstar Games because I'm a big fan of Grand Theft Auto. Right. So they were scouting, and then they came up to me and they said, "Hey, we." We love your energy. We we, we love the character your character you put out. They were like, uh, "Do you know Rockstar Games?" Like, hell yeah, I know Rockstar Games. Crazy Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, man, I play every one. And they were like, "Well, we want to make. We're interested in making a table tennis game." I was like, "What?" It's like, "Are you? Will you be interested?" Hell yeah! I, I wasn't even thinking about money. I was like, "Take my I was like, "Yeah, for sure." 
Definitely, definitely, definitely. So, hell uh, yeah, I made this game with them. Um, the game won best sports game of the year. It beat Madden. It beat NBA Live. What? It beat every game. It, it destroyed every game because it was it was just a fun game that you could. It, it was easy to play, but hard to master. But it was an easy game anyone can get up and play it. And so, and we marketed this game like all over the place. Like I was in Japan, like in this crazy apartment having parties. With, with different, like, it would be one night, we hip-hop night or tech night, and they would come to play the game, and I would talk with them and sign autographs. And, no way. And, do stuff. and that's how I started playing Pro Tour. So we skipped a lot of it, but that's how I started playing Pro Tour because after I told Rox, I said, hey, listen, I want to play Pro, so can you guys sponsor me? <laughs> and they were like, yeah. And I was like, all right. So I came up with a, a plan of how much money I needed. Boom. Gave it to them, and they agreed. They cut a check. Yep, and that's how I played, and that's how I played pro. Because you got to pay money to play all over the world. I went to every major country in the world to play on Rockstar Money. Wow, that's fucking dope, dude. Yeah, 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 it was crazy. What is this, just screenshots from it? You can't find no video? Video, look at that. That is so cool. Here we go. There we go. I, I got the game in my house still. Fine wallet. You got, did they make you your own character? No. What? And, and you know what? And it's actually my fault. I should have pushed for it. The reason why they didn't make the, my character is because they thought that I would charge to have me. But I wouldn't. I would I would let them do it for free. Because mm. there's a black dude there. So yeah. it could have been me. They probably based him off of you, maybe. Well, actually, every character is based off my emotion. Oh, really? Every every character. And Did then, they dress you up in one of those suits? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, The motion capture suit. The motion suit. capture suit? Yeah, yeah. I wore that. And listen, it's one of the hardest things. Motion capture is insanely difficult. It is crazy. It is, it is just nuts because you have to do every possible motion that's possible in a game that may not be possible in real life. So, for example, if, if I make a stroke, this works, this works, this is not something we do, but you have to do it anyway because you have to cover every possible spectrum. Because Even if it works or doesn't work. Yes, because of the video game. And then... Oh, shit, yeah, here's the yeah, video. Yeah, there you go. Oh, look at this. This is nuts. Damn, this game looks pretty sick. Yeah, it is. For me, it's the most closest, even till today. There's, there's. Oh, you can tell it's Rockstar too. Just the way the art, the art looks. It looks like it's got that Grand Theft Auto feel to it. Really, really nuts. Damn, that's fucking cool. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it it was it was a really good time and. And because of them, I was able to play all over the world. That's so fucking cool, man. So the motion cap, how long did it take for you to do all that motion capture shit? That was a while. Uh, that was a while. It, it, it was really difficult because, like I said, you have to cover every, every, every possible movement has to be covered for the video game. So, so, so like, was somebody there like directing yeah, you? Yeah, everything? yeah, they direct you. It's, it's really hard because, so, so for example, let's say the movement. The mm-hmm. feet movement. If you start like this, you have to end like this, or you got to do it over. So if I start with this foot in front and this foot back, so let's say I need to go there. I go one, two, boom, boom. I got to come back. I got to make sure I end like this. Mm. If I end like this, we got to do it over. So I have to go this way, boom, boom, boom this way, boom, boom, this way, boom, boom, this way, boom, boom, this way, wow. boom, boom. And then lunges, like making like you lunges. Yeah. You know, every possible thing, you have to do it. So they can record it, yeah. So it was it, it was definitely not easy. How long did it take? 
Uh, I, I don't I don't remember. I, it was I, I think maybe I don't remember. Maybe it was a week. I don't remember. But okay. it was multiple shoots. Yeah. But it was really hard. It was it was like physically hard. Wow. You know, because cause you have to like like I said you ha- you have to cover every possible motion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was fun, and because of them, you know, I got to play, you know, pro tour all over the world, man. I was watching a, uh, like a behind the scenes clip, a behind the scenes clip from the uh, Forrest Gump movie when they were showing how Tom Hanks would play the do the ping pong oh, yeah, scenes, yeah, 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 and yeah. he actually just had to like fake the movement, the movements, yeah, yeah. and they they like the CGI, they CGI'd the yeah. ball. It's almost like the same thing with uh, the Bruce Lee thing. You ever seen the Bruce Lee thing? No, you never seen the Bruce Lee thing. What what thing? Oh my, you never seen the Bruce Lee thing? What do you what thing are you talking about? <laughs> Tell Can him you, to pull it up. Pull up. Put Bruce Lee ping pong. You never seen this? I don't think so. Oh, is, okay, I, I'm not gonna say anything. Oh shit! Watch this. I, I'm not gonna say anything. We'll, we'll watch it. I get now. When I get questions, I get thousands and thousands and thousands on questions mm-hmm. on this video. Really? Every time. Watch when you see it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this, this. Watch this. Watch this. Full screen it. Give me. Get, give us audio. Thousands of questions on this every time. This is the most question I get about this video. <laughs> what the fuck? You this has got to be fake. It is, but it's a really that is pretty fucking. Oh, he's using a, he's using nunchucks. It's a really good TGI. Oh my god, with the shaky camera! <laughs> Holy shit! Look, look. <laughs> Isn't it crazy? Oh my god, that's fucking amazing. Yo, it's nuts. So, I so get what a, is this for? I don't know. I, I, I I've seen this video. I, I get I get mail on this all the time. Like people always ask me. They're asking if it's real. Is it real? Yeah. That's some really good fucking CGI, CGI work. Is very good, especially with the shaky camera. Look at that. I mean, that shaky camera makes it look so legit. <laughs> Could you imagine, dude? This is crazy. Now, now. Now here's the thing. A lot of people think it's real. It's a commercial for a phone. Oh, there you go. A lot of people think it's real. Mm-hmm. But because I play, I know it's not real, right? Because a nunchuck is 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 a um, it's right? circular. It's circular. And there's no way he'd be able to hit that ball no. so precise. If it was flat, maybe it's possible, but it's totally impossible. And then, and then if, if you look at the trajectory of how he hits, mm-hmm. that ball would not go straight. It would actually go up. So right. so I know this, but a lot of people don't. Like, people have argued with me before, and I'm like, listen. That they think it's real. Yeah, they think it's real. I'm like, it's not real. <clears throat> That's a pretty fucking sick it's, video. It, it's a good CGI. That is a yeah, really yeah. good CGI. Very, very good one. Very good one. Holy crap, bro. <laughs> so fucking Rockstar sponsored you to go all over the world. Yeah. Now, you're, now you're pro. Yeah, your Rockstar Pro, they're paying you. Yeah, I had I had Rockstar gear. I I think I may still might have one short left in the house. I gave a lot of it away, like, uh-huh. like as I was traveling through through the world, and and uh, and going to these different countries. You know, one thing that you can give to fans is your shirt, like giving a shirt with your name on it. Like fans fans want this stuff. Yeah. So so I like I would give away my Rockstar shirts and give the hell give, yeah give stuff away to fans and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what happened when you get when you turned pro? Did you start winning? No, there, still you getting had, my ass kicked. You're still getting your ass kicked, but you're just doing ass. it because everyone loved you. But everyone now, wanted to see you. But now I was more doing it because my goal was to make the sport 
popular and make it cool. Yeah. I wanted to make the sport cool because when I first came in, it wasn't cool. It definitely wasn't cool. It was, it was just like, I don't know. I mean, it, it wasn't cool at all. It actually wasn't. It, it, it was like tennis was a long, long, long time ago yeah. before everyone cool came and played. Right, it, it was it was like this quiet, and you got to be very sportsmanlike and very quiet. And like, no, I was like, like like golf. Yes, yes, it was extreme. It was very golf like. I mean, look look what happened. Just um, was it not? It was like maybe two Olympics ago. One of the Chinese guys uh, won, and and he and he had some problem with the coach. The coach liked a particular player, right? And when that happens, it makes it really intense. He beat that particular player. And he and he got such a such a sense of accomplishment, especially when the coach is against you, and you beat the coach's favorite player in the Olympics. Right now, you're like ah. So so he did that. He went ah. He he ripped off his shirt. He kicked the barrier, and the barriers are made out of paper. Right, it's no money lost. Do you know that they find him and took all his winnings away because of that because of that because he showed emotion because that's the problem with the sport they don't like emotion no he showed emotion and and they they they, they is it like a chinese culture thing or is it you think it's the sport no i think it's just the sport really yeah because he, i mean if, if if you look at chinese fighters they show emotion a lot of emotion but but i mean it, it was it was crazy and 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 they were saying it's not sportsman like chinese fighters do yeah like what what fighters specifically you ever see MMA fighters? I yeah, but which one? I've never seen. I don't think I've ever seen a Zhang Chinese. Zhang Weili. Zhang Weili is the champion. You don't know is he really? Z- I don't know. She, I don't know she. fucking shit about it. Oh, Zhang Weili. She's a beast, man. Oh, she's, really? Oh my god, this girl's crazy. I would never fight this girl ever. I, I, I'd, I'd run away from. I, no, I wouldn't even fight. The her. most I know about MMA is Jake Paul. That's <laughs> 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 not even fucking MMA. That's boxing, bro. That guy. There you go. That, that guy. says it all for me. That guy. That guy's a funny dude. You watched the fight, right? You were talking about it before we started. Oh my god, man! Listen, that that, that whole broadcast was just a a shit show. It's crazy, it's but I mean, they they did for the first time doing it. I mean, didn't Jake Paul put that whole thing together? Yeah, for some kid, for some twenty five year old kid yeah, to put together. Yeah. That, I mean, it's he didn't do bad for his now, first he, he time. Do, did you see he came out in the weigh in with a robot? That was that? fucking. That dope. was crazy. I was like, who comes out with a and his walkout to the ring, yeah, the big robot. Yeah, the, the mascot. Yeah, but uh, yeah, he's he's. <laughs> I mean, he's definitely. I, I mean, he, I think you know what? I think I think he knows what he's doing. Yeah, I, he totally I, knows. I, what I he's think doing. I think he's doing this to make his name bigger. Of course, he's he's smart. He's you know what? If you think about it now, now now that I'm thinking about it, he's kind of doing what I was doing. He he doesn't need to fight the best fighter for what. Why fight the best fight when I could be knocking out these these these, these fools? Yeah, and, and and it looks good. I mean, think of the audience that he's bringing to oh, boxing. That's crazy, he's yeah. bringing this whole young new demographic, this whole demographic of, of kids that watch YouTube to yeah. boxing. And did you notice something? I bet you that's something that you didn't realize. He made that fight exactly the same time as Fight Night, which is UFC. Did he really? Yep. There was a UFC fight at the yep. same time. Yep. The finals in that was at the same because Dana White bet a million bucks that he'd lose. He don't like Dana White. Hell no, he doesn't like Dana White. Dana White doesn't like him. Yeah, so that's why he did it. He, he he put it. So 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 when I was trying to watch it, I I had my UFC fight on because I wanted to watch the Whitaker fight, which is huge, and Gastelum. And then I had his fight on the corner of the TV, watch trying to watch that at the yeah. same time. Yeah, but, um, 
Yeah. <laughs> so so he's 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 definitely smart. He's he's definitely he definitely knows what he's doing. I don't think he's gonna fight any real fighter who who can strike because once he loses, that's it. Who would be who do you think would be a real fighter on his level that he could fight next that he would that would be a fair match? He should fight one of the girls, man. Seriously. He's not gonna do that, bro. He should do that. That would be cool. <laughs> That would be cool. Like, who is a legitimate? Who do you think would be a legitimate contender for him? Who's a boxer? Who do you think? Who do you? Who do you? Oh, boxing! I don't know any boxers. You don't know any boxers. I just know mostly the. You know his brother's gonna fight Floyd Mayweather. Yeah, he's gonna get. But you know, see, I wouldn't. I would fight Floyd Mayweather because he's a little guy. Well, no, because I know Floyd Mayweather is not gonna freaking try to put my head. He's not gonna kill you. He's not, he's not gonna put my teeth through my. You know, Floyd Mayweather. You, you saw what he did his last fight. Yeah. Right? Did you see what he did to the Japanese dude in Japan? You ever seen that one? No. Oh, that one's even more funny. That one's even more funny. He kind of just... Well, he, kinda, he, he, he's, the, he's, the, he's the best defensive boxer, yeah, right? Yeah, That's he, what his thing is. And, 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 he drags you into deep water yeah, until you run out of gas. And, and plus, he'll toy with you. He, he's not going to try to hurt you. I mean, he did to Conor McGregor, too. Kind of like toyed with him a little bit. You know, defense, defense, hit him a little bit. So, so... <clears throat> Paul Paul is uh, 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 what's his name again? The, uh, the Jake Jake Paul Jake or Logan Paul. Logan Paul's yeah. the one's gonna fight Floyd. Logan Paul's gonna be fine. He's he's he's, he's, he's not gonna, gonna get hurt. Not, no, he's not gonna get hurt. So he's gonna be like like that's a fun fight. He's gonna make a lot of he's money. Make a lot it's of gonna money be from a, that. it's gonna be a fun publicity it's be a tour. Fun, yeah yeah yeah. And you know yeah and and Mayweather loves money so. Oh hell yeah he, <laughs> he does. loves money. Definitely, Hell yeah, definitely, definitely. that publicity tour for the Connor versus uh, oh, Mayweather shit—that was that was crazy. That was hard to not watch. I mean, that was fucking so entertaining. That was really good. And Every single event they and, did, and Connor did good, man. Connor. Oh, he's a funny motherfucker, dude. Yo, so I thought I thought the original fight was gonna be Connor, but I think Connor doesn't want to even bother with it. I think. Oh, Con- you mean against Jake? Yeah, oh, he was calling out his wife yeah, and shit. He yeah, was calling yeah, him out yeah, hardcore. Yeah. But I think Connor's like. I need more money than that, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> so I think no. I think Connor thinks he's on a whole other level than yeah, him, which yeah. he is. But you know, he could probably he could make a lot of money by doing it. But if Connor lost, it'd make him look so much worse. Yeah. I think Connor would be a legitimate fighting contender for Jake Paul, honestly, because Connor's not a traditional boxer, right? Right. right. He's an MMA. No, but fighter. I think Jake Paul has no chance against boxing Connor. Again, yeah. Really? I tell you why, because Connor doesn't fight like a box. He he. He's Connor's a really good striker, but his striking style is not—it's not normal. I—I I think Jake Paul will, will, will yeah, I think no, no chance. Even Mayweather, listen, even Mayweather had a little problem in the beginning with him. You know, Connor just has a weird—the the way he puts his guard, the way his hands are like here, like he keeps a hand out here. And, yeah, like that. And it's, it's not—you have to watch this hand, but you have to watch this one at the same time. Like I, I think Jake Paul will have a hard time, only because the style. Is gonna be it's it's really tricky, like yeah. even Mayweather got tagged a couple of times, man. He yeah, got, he did a, a yeah. lot of times because of that style is just so weird, man. Like you don't know where those punches are coming from. But he says Nate Diaz. He called out Nate Diaz. So Nate Diaz would whoop his ass. I want to see this. I want Nate see Diaz this. is a fucking big lanky guy. Yeah, yeah. But Nate Diaz is a jiu-jitsu guy, so I don't know. Right. But he also can strike. I mean, it makes it. I mean. Yeah, he is it. Yeah, right. It, when you said you just yeah, said, I mean, he's like a ground guy. Ground guy. Yeah, it, it makes it, but it makes it, it makes it interesting when you're a, a wrestler or a jujitsu guy, and then you're forced to only box. I think mentally, that makes it hard for you too, because you, you know, 
as a professional athlete, you train every day and things become natural. So when A happens, B is automatic. When C happens, D is automatic. Now that you're in this ring, now you have to think. I think you have to overthink now because you know you want to grab them, but you can't grab them because it's boxing, so don't grab. Right. So so I think that's what makes it difficult for a lot of these other fighters when they're doing this because mm-hmm. they, your your brain, your body wants to do one thing natural. You want to grab. Like you see when Connor kind of kept trying to hit him in the back of the head. Oh, he started like hammer yeah, punching. Yeah, you saw that? He was yeah. like, no, you can't do that. Can't do that shit, boy. <laughs> the hammer punches was funny, man. You kept trying to hammer punch it. Yeah. No, you can't do that. So I think that makes it a little difficult for them. But Yeah, for sure. I want to see how far Jake Paul is going to take But it, it is kind of like, the thing is, I mean, I've had a, lot, a couple arguments with friends about, you know, how legit Jake and Logan are compared to other boxers. And, right. you know, some people be like, oh, it's just discrediting the sport. Or it's just making it. It's 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 distri- it's disrespecting the sport and the history of boxing. I, I don't think it's disrespecting the sport. I mean, it's, it's the, the the guy can box. He, he can fight. It's not like it's not right. like it, it, it's not and like what's it? It's what's dude. I mean. What's the point of it? The point is to get people to watch, watch. it and to and, and to and to make money, right? Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. He can. He the the, the dude can fight. Don't, don't 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 get me wrong. They he, can fight and they can I sell. Mean, they can sell a fight. Listen, if you knock somebody out for fifteen minutes. With a glove on, then you can fight. Then you got some power. I don't care who it is. I mean, if, if you, when, when he knocked out Nate, Nate Robinson, that's 15 minutes. Dude was out. And this, and this is a professional, former professional athlete. What do you mean he was out? He was out Yo, for 15 minutes? I think it was like 15 minutes. Like, it was, a, I just remember exact number. You should check. But it, I think it was 15 minutes. He was out, out. Like, like, people were worried. That's scary, bro. Yeah, he hit him hard. And it was like it didn't even look like a punch either. It was like a like a little like a short half punch, like half, an under like right, an under. This power, power, and, and <laughs> it didn't even look like that thing could have knocked him out. And the Ben Askren punch was hilarious. Oh my that god, so bro! Funny. He hit the ground like a fucking that ton of bricks. Hard. That was really really hard too. But yeah, but he got up. and He was ready to go back at it. Yeah, I think they should have let him fight. I don't think they should let him fight too. <clears throat> I, I think he should let him fight because he's an MMA fighter. He's used to taking that. He's used to getting his head he's punched. He's getting his head punched, yeah. God damn, man. It's fun to watch. It's super entertaining. I don't know anything about it, but I know I love to watch it. That's, <laughs> that's, that's all I need. Yeah, I want to see how far how far he's going to be able to take it. I mean, hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Until someone. So how did comes. you how did you uh, end up on Steve Harvey's TV show? Oh, the Steve Harvey show. So I was doing uh a charity in Virginia Beach uh-huh. uh, called uh, Ping Pong for Poverty. So I like to do a lot of different charities that involve ping pong. Mm-hmm. And um, they, I did a TV piece there, and they talked about my life story and stuff like that. And then I guess uh, some of the executives on Steve Harvey's show saw it, and they called me and they said, hey, can you come down to Chicago? So two days later, I went to Chicago to film the Steve Harvey show. Really? Yeah, so that was cool. That's cool. And, I, you, I like and, and you and you fucking beat him with a, using an iPhone yeah, that, as your paddle. That's my thing, man. I like to beat people with my iPhone 6. I have a phone just for playing ping pong. Can you use that one right there? This one I will never use. This is my new phone. So, okay. But I have my iPhone 6. It's always Why is the me. iPhone 6 good for it? I'll tell you. So the iPhone 6 is um, <clears throat> one of the lighter iPhone models. Like like this this is heavy. The XR is heavy. Which model is that? This is twelve pro. So that's cool. It's like square. Square. So I don't even think mine's like that. They I think I might have an older one. They went it's like back. round. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So so this is the newer one. They they went back to that old 
the old style, remember? Yeah, 4S okay, style. yeah. Yeah, and so um, these phones are heavy, so I can't play with them. Oh, okay. The, but the iPhone 6, is, it's it's really light. It, it's, it hits well. <laughs> it's, like I've, trust me, I've tried a lot of phones. <laughs> and so now what I do is I just order iPhone 6s. I just find them wherever they are and they just keep them and because they break. Yeah. And I, and I play with it, but it's, it's fun. I, I like challenging people with my phone. It's a fun thing I do. That's wild, man. So do you still compete at all? Do you still do any tournaments? Do you um, still- nah, now, now, now is no, com- now not really competing. Now I had surgery like two years ago on my hip. And um, so now I'm just, I play another sport called paddle tennis. I don't know if you've heard of it. So I play pro. I'm actually a pro paddle tennis player. And so paddle tennis is tennis, but it's on a smaller tennis court. It's not pickleball. I repeat, it's not pickleball. pickleball. I can't stand pickleball. I never fucking heard of pickleball. Oh, good. You, you live in Florida. Pickleball is like the biggest sport in, in have Florida. You, Aiden, have you ever heard of pickleball? Yeah. Really? It's Oh, my God. It's, they have it at the IRB Oh, I know what you're talking yeah, about. I, 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 can't, I saw some guys playing that I over can't the weekend. Stand that sport, but but that sport is the biggest growing sport in America right now. Is it really? Oh yeah, pickleball. Yeah, it's 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 every it's literally everywhere. It's everywhere. But hmm. um, <clears throat> paddle tennis is uh is closer to tennis. It's the same size, similar size court as a pickleball court, except we use a tennis ball and we use a special paddle that's made for paddle tennis. So it's really fast. It's it's. It's sometimes faster than tennis because the court's smaller, but the speed is similar. So, for example, if you're at the net and I'm at and and I'm maybe like a little bit from the net, I might hit the ball right at you, like Ooh. 100 miles an hour, bam, right at you. And that's what I do. Like I hit people with the ball, and so so it's a very quick sport. It's almost like playing ping pong, but but it's tennis, really yeah. fast. And so like it's really big in the West Coast. So that's what you're doing now. So I play a lot of paddle tennis now. I, I, I still play ping pong too. You know, we have the club, so I'm at the club playing ping pong. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't play any tournaments anymore. I haven't played U.S. tournaments since I played pro. And then now I'm just just playing more more for fun. I forgot to ask you this, but at what point in your career did you end up going to North Korea? Oh, the North Korea. So the North Korea was one of the craziest things I did. Was this after Rockstar? This is way after Rockstar. Okay. This is actually recent. North 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 Korea is maybe five years ago. Okay. Five or six, five years ago. So, um, North North Korea is after after uh, Steve Harvey. Cause I, cause I remember I was like, ah, I gotta do something big this year, and then and I was looking in the ITTF, which is International Table Tennis Federation web website. They have all the Pro Tour tournaments, and then I saw. North Korea. I was like, oh my God, I got to go to North Korea. And Dennis Rodman, I just came back from North Korea. Oh and was, shit. And I was like, yo, I got to go freaking North Korea. I got to go to North Korea. So I call my friends all around the world. I say, hey, you guys want to play a tournament in North Korea? We can go do a diplomacy for world peace. So, historical moment in America, 1971. Yeah. America established relations with China through ping pong called the ping pong diplomacy. Hence, you got the movie Forrest Gump. So I wanted to do my own ping pong diplomacy. I wanted to do my own to North Korea because at the time, North, North, North Korea was uh, uh, um, really, really against America. And, 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 and I figured Dennis Rodman went there. He didn't really do much there. I definitely can go and do something, right? So um, I saw the tournament, and 
I, I call people say, hey, um, let's go. Everybody's like, no, you're crazy. I'm not going to North Korea. You're going to die there. People are like, you're going to die. You're not going to come back. They're going to, it was all kinds of crazy stuff. So nobody wanted to go. Then I tried people from the U.S. team. Let's go. Nobody wanted to go. So I was like, all right, I'll go by myself. So I called the U.S. team up and said, hey, um, can you guys enter me into the North Korean Pro Tour in Pyongyang, right? And they were like, uh. I said, no, I want to go. Just enter me because we can't enter ourselves into pro tournaments, right? So the U.S. team has to enter you, right? So they entered me, and then I got contact from the uh, 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 the consulate general of North Korea, and they were like, oh, we're so happy you're going to come to North Korea, blah, 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 you know? And um, I was like, oh, this is cool. This is really happening. And then I saw my name on the list. It said Wally Green, <coughs> USA, Pyongyang Open. And uh, I, I wanted to go there to make a difference. That was the plan. I wanted to do a diplomacy. I had no idea or no clue of how this was going to happen. I didn't know what I was going to do. There was no plan. I said, but I want to do it. So the first step is to get there. So... I wind up going there, and um, there was uh, one particular situation that— Who set up the whole trip for you? Oh, I did. Oh, you set up yourself? Oh, yeah. I, I was back and forth with the um, consulate. I had to go can to you, Beijing. Can you what's, Can you actually like buy a flight to North Korea from the United States? No. So, so what you got to do is you have to go to China. And then you go to China, you go to the consulate in China— you get the visa in China, and then you're gonna buy the ticket in China. Holy shit! Now here's now here's the craziest thing about that. So, when you buy the ticket in China, you so I'll tell you this story how it went. So I went to go buy my ticket, and um, I go to um, where's what? Couldn't even find, couldn't even find the airline. I couldn't find anywhere. So I wanted to take a North Korean airline because I wanted the full effect of what it is to go to North Korea, right? So they have one airline. So eventually, in the airport, people were trying to tell me, go this way, so I find it, I find it. So I said, yeah, I want to go to Pyongyang. Here's, here's my visa. And they said it was, I think it was like six, $700. And um, I give them my card. And they say, oh, sorry, sorry, no, no card. So what you mean, no card? Cash only. <laughs> yeah. No, so I had to pay cash way. for my ticket. So, so I, I buy it. I had to go back out to ATM. And you know, it's to take 800 U.S. dollars out in Chinese money, it's crazy. It's like you get all this cash running around. What is the conversion? I think it's uh. What is what do they use? Yen? No, no, no. They use RMB. What? RMB. 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 What the hell does that mean? R and B. R M B. R M B. Yeah, that's Chinese currency. Chinese currency. Yeah, and and if I remember correctly, I can't remember what is it. I can't remember what what is it. What the conversion rate? But it's definitely. A lot to a little. Okay. <laughs> right? So so uh, I take all this money out, and I pay them with it. So they give you a receipt. But they didn't give me a boarding pass. There's no boarding pass. Just a receipt. They give me a receipt. And they said, okay, go. I said, but where's the boarding pass? They don't need it. Somebody's going to pick you, and they're going to bring you to your seat. So I got escorted from there to my seat. So there was never no, like, sitting down time. It was from there. person took me, took me to the plane put me into my seat yeah it's very the, the process the whole process of going there was 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 really it was really crazy it was what was it like on the plane so so when i got on the plane um i noticed every person had these pins they had these little pins every person had one and i was like what's those pins so i'm looking at the pins and the pins were either the current great leader that they call the great leader 
Kim 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 Jong Un mm-hmm. or his dad and the grandfather or all three of them. So everyone had a pin on, and and I and I was looking. I was like, "Wow, I want to get a pin." So I was, I was like, "Well, this is cool." So I asked the stewardess, "I say, hey, um, can I get a pin?" Yo, she gave me the dirtiest look I've ever gotten in my life. It it, it, it was. It, I mean. She, she was acting like I was asking her for sex. I just said, can I get a pin? <laughs> she gave me, she looked at me with this dirty look and I was like, okay, I guess that's a no. And yeah, so, I mean, everyone had these these pins on and, and uh, I mean, the flight was normal. It was fine. It was, the seats were yeah. nice. Like, I have a video of all this shit and, and, and the seats were nice. It was a pretty cool flight. And then you get there and you arrive when you go downstairs, uh, somebody comes to get you. They come pick you up. They, they have a person that's responsible. It's called your guide. And they introduce themselves. Hi, great to have you. Blah blah. Then they take your computer and take your phone because they got to go through that shit. Well, they they go, they go through what? that shit. Oh yeah, they go they, because there's certain things you can't bring into North. And Korea. they had somebody a guide for you. Why? Because you were an American. Well, that person's any any visitors like Westerners. Okay, are gonna have someone that's responsible for them. Really, and that person, you're not gonna. So you can't leave your hotel and like go have lunch. No. Right, you can't. You have to leave. be escorted. You have to be escorted. You, you actually, you, you can't even go anywhere. So for me, every day, my every day was the same. It was get up, go into the uh, hotel lunch uh, uh, dining room, eat. Then she come pick me up, bring me to the practice hall. Then she bring me to the tournament hall. Then bring me back to the practice hall and back to the hotel. So it's back and forth. So 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 there's nothing you can really do without that guide. And and that guide is responsible for uh, you, so they report back. So 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 they ask you a lot of different kind of questions, which you have to be really careful. Like people, like people don't realize, um, North 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 Korea for for me is the most dangerous country in the world for any Westerner by far. I don't care. You can go to Taliban world; it don't matter. North Korea is more dangerous. Because at least in Taliban, where I got my passport, I can get the hell out. I don't need to be there, right? In 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 North Korea, you um, don't have no cell phone service. You have no Wi-Fi. You're not allowed. Western is not allowed Wi-Fi or cell phone service. So with that in itself... Can't use the internet? No, zero. With that in itself, you're cut off from the world. That's it. You're, you're cut off. The third thing that makes it the most dangerous is that when they check into the hotel, they take your passport. So now you have no passport, no passport, no cell phone, no Wi-Fi. Yeah, you're 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 in jail. Yeah. Holy yeah, shit, yeah, yeah. bro! Yeah, so Were you freaked out a little bit. I was never I was never scared until the end because, like I said, I grew up in a project with guns. What was your your guide like? Was it a it was you said it was a lady? It, it was so. Was she nice? So so here's the thing. So before you go there, was she hot? Yeah. So so this is a trick. Listen, be, before you go there, they know everything about you everything is planned nothing is by chance so they they know that i like asian chicks she fuck yo yo you definitely listen listen man you'll be sitting in jail for 15 years talking about damn i know i shouldn't have touched that girl they got no prostitutes over there you you won't even you you'll see anything you you, you'll never get a chick like like listen listen they know that I like Asian chicks. Yeah. So so they gave me this this girl, this this hot, hot Asian girl. And why me out of everyone, 
has a hot Asian model as a guy. Come on, that's nonsense. So the reason why they do that is they want to make you feel as comfortable as you can feel so they can get information from you. Mm. So she would ask me a lot of questions like, so what do you think about our great leader? You know, that's a trick question. And you better come up with the right answer because if you don't, I think, he's, be, I think he's a cunt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that somebody will be knocking on your door. Yo, you'll be asleep. All of a sudden, the hood will come over your head. Yo, it'll be no joke. Yeah, so, like, like, but in reality, if you did say something like that, you'd be arrested. Wow. Yes, yes. Even oh, if you're an American? More because you're an American. Really? You'll be arrested. So, so, you, so, so you can't say any stuff like that. Did she try to, like, lead you on at all to make, oh, yeah. you, make well, you try to, like... Well, what they do is they... They don't lead you on your decision, but they lead you on in questions that can potentially get you into some shit. I mean, like, lead you on, like, try to, like, tease you, like, romantically. Be oh, like, no, no, Be no. like, you want to hang out later or whatever, and you'd be like, hell yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. She, okay. she, she's very, very serious. Okay. She's, she's very, very serious. She wasn't flirtatious at no, all? No, no, not, not at all. Because okay. I don't think they have that in them. Really? I, I don't think... I, you gotta remember, these people are so oppressed. I, I don't even think she knows how to. I don't even think she know what flirting is. Yeah, they don't. They don't. They, they can't watch movies and shit, right? No, you, you can't watch anything outside of there. Wow. And and and, and you know, uh, um, I I wanted to see how brainwashed people were because you know, in this day and age, I couldn't believe that people can really be that brainwashed. So. I set up a conversation with her, and I said, hey, um, you guys like me a lot, right? But why do you hate for why do you hate foreigners? And the reason why I say you guys, I, I know you guys like, I see you guys like me a lot, was to diffuse any possible uh, idea that she would think that I'm trying to start some shit, mm-hmm. right? So, so I was like, yeah, I know you guys like me a lot, but why... You guys hate Westerners. She said, well, we don't hate Westerners. We just don't want Western, we, we, we don't want the Western influence in our country. So I said, okay. I said, okay, I can understand sometime, you know, us Westerners, we mess things up. And, and I go, I say, now mind you, what I'm doing now is actually very dangerous. It's extremely dangerous. I could be in a lot of fucking trouble. So I go to her, I go, but you, you know that every country in the world needs uh, the the help and influence of other countries to 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 you know succeed and and and, and to flourish and she, and she goes well that's not true in in our in our great country everything was done by our great leader with zero western influence and through our great leader through our great country blah blah blah, blah. And i said well your great leader has some western influence so right now i'm i'm in I'm 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 just touching the tip of the shit right now. I'm, uh-huh. I'm, so, so I'm like, you know, your Western your leader has some your Western influence, and she goes, "That's not true. Everything through North Korea by North Korea, blah blah blah." And I said, "Okay, what about basketball?" She said, "Basketball was created in North Korea by a great leader." <laughs> and I was like, "Wow!" So so I wanted to get deeper. I wanted to get deeper. So I didn't really argue with her on that. So I said. Okay. Right. You don't want, if you would have argued with her, it would have it, shut everything it shut down. Me down. So I said, okay. I said, do you know that your great leader studied outside of North Korea? Now, I don't know what the hell I was thinking of when I, when I was saying this, but this could get you arrested. Is that true? 
Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know that. Switzerland. Yeah. But this could, that's why he speaks English, perfect English. This could get you arrested. And, and, and I, and she says, that's not true. I said, that is true. I said, everyone knows it. The whole world knows it. And then sometimes you forget what your purpose is when you're in these conversations and you start to take it personally. So at this point I was taking it personally because I'm like, you're, you're fucking Now dumb. you're like kind of like speaking from the heart. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, you're dumb as hell and you, you're not Don't listening. Don't even know it. Yeah. And so now I'm forgetting what, what the purpose is and I'm starting to get a little I'm like, no, everyone in the world knows this. This is a fact. Then she started to get a little upset and she goes, this is not true. He's never left this. And then I said, oh, my God, you know what? Oh, I'm so sorry. It was the Cuban president. My bad. Got out of that shit real fast. Oh, my God. That could have turned. It, oh, it, 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 it could have turned real bad for me. Like, and, and luckily, I caught you myself. caught yourself in the middle of in it. In the middle of it because I, she, she was getting upset. And all she needs to do is just go back and report. And then, you, you know, you get 15 years and it's corrupting the minds of citizens. That's a charge. Like I've I've studied everything about North Korea before I went there, so I knew corrupting the minds of, of citizens, citizens yeah. is a charge. Yes, fifteen years it will put you fifteen years in a in a hard labor camp. Fifteen, so that's why you're not allowed to bring books to North Korea. You're not allowed to bring music. Nothing of the Western world that can potentially get into hands of North Koreans should you bring. Yeah, because. That's corrupting the mind of citizens. When you first got there, how long did they keep your phone and your computer for? That or? was pretty quick. They it, it, it was at the airport. So okay. I, I got it right back. I don't know what they did to it. I, I mean, maybe they, they went through it and I put don't some know, sort of fucking tracking it. shit. I, on I don't there. know what they did. Maybe mics. <clears> I don't know. So I have no idea. But 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 they gave it back to me. So I had the phone. And but the, regardless, it's useless once it's there because yeah, you don't have no, any service. No, zero zero. The only one time I was able to get service was I bumped into a Chinese guy who couldn't even speak English that much, but he recognized me from my hair. From You see, my hairstyles are crazy. Yeah. So he recognized yeah, me like from- Yeah, like Dennis Rodman hairstyle. Yeah, he recognized me from the Chinese TV. So he tried to talk to me. And I, and I, I don't understand Chinese, but I, I kind of get the idea that he recognized me. And I saw he had a phone. And his phone was working with internet and everything. So then I figured it out. Chinese citizens are allowed to have internet. And phone service because China has an agreement with North Korea. Do they really? Yeah. So all so, so you remember when America was beefing, America kept saying to China like, "Yo, calm your guy." It's because of that. China has an agreement with with oh. with them. So Chinese citizens get to have cell phone service. So I I, I, I talked to this guy. Say, hey hey, listen, um, in English, but he can't speak. But I say, what I want to do, I want to use his phone so that I could get internet from his phone onto my phone real quickly. And, 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 and he let me do it. I took his phone. It's an iPhone, of course, and I know how to set it to it. And so I got to use the internet for like maybe like two minutes. I, I don't want to get arrested. So I, I just wanted to check an emails real quick. Yeah. And for two minutes, I got to use his phone. But yeah, um, for, like for me, it's nothing. It's zero. So that, 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 that's why I say it's the most dangerous place. Yeah. Because anything can happen to you. It, people don't realize it's... <clears throat> Look! Look what happened to the American kid that went there. That that the college student went there and came back and died here. You didn't hear about that? No. What are you talking about? Oh yeah, yeah. So a few years ago, a college student went to North Korea on some trip. I don't know, and um, he tried to steal a propaganda poster, which is the dumbest thing you could ever do. If you researched anything about North Korea, you would know they're watching you every second. Yeah, and then he and they caught him and they arrested him and and I don't know what they did to him. 
Like they said they didn't do anything to him, but I don't believe it. He came in and died. How did he die? They said that he had botulism or whatever, some virus or some, some I don't know, some nonsense. He got sick and sick. just died? I don't believe that. I, I don't believe it. So Holy he came, fuck. they sent him back, they sent him <clears> back here, and he died here. Yeah. So so it, it's, it's, uh, it's really, really, really a serious place. Like, you can't mess around. And, and, and you know, I've learned from traveling, you know, you just got to respect the shit that goes on in other people's countries <laughs> because it can turn really bad for you. And especially if you're an American because you're the person that they want to make an example of. It's, you, you, I mean, you're the one that they want to put on that, on that TV for propaganda. Look at this American who did this to our country, you know, so you, so you never want to be that guy. No, so, don't so, be that guy. Yes. So so once I started figuring out she she was getting upset, I just changed it real <clears> quick, <throat> and and that was it. I never talked about it again. Never talked about it again. Wow. Yeah, it was crazy. It was so crazy. how was the actual ping pong tournament? Oh, it was good, man. So 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 like I mentioned before, I didn't have a plan as to how I was gonna make a difference. How was I gonna? do this diplomacy. I didn't have any plan. Up to that point, I had no plan. I was probing and picking and trying to understand more deeply uh, without getting arrested. Uh, but then I got to play the tournament. So first match I played, I played against China. Then the second match, I was lucky to play against North Korea, which was very lucky because it could have been Vietnam, it could have been Syria, it could have been some other country. But I'm sure they set it up so that an American would play a North Korean. I'm sure. So um, I got to play this this guy, and um, we start the match. So first, so first we walk in. The walk in is crazy too, because you know the w- the way it works is uh, you have the umpires. Umpires walk in. The music is playing. Da 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 da. And then the player walks. Then another umpire, and then I walk. You know, sounds like the WWE. Yeah, 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 a little bit, a little bit. And you walk in, and they come in, and and there's like maybe like five thousand fans, right? All North Korean. All, Damn. But all North Korean, mind you. Right, so these are people that they probably say, "Hey, all you people, your job today is to come to this tournament." It, 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 it's not like people randomly walked into the tournament. Right. Everything is planned, right? Everything is made to look like something. Right. So I'm sure they said, "This people, this is your job today. You're gonna go watch this tournament." So they came, and when I started walking in, I could feel like the eyes of people on me. Like, it's crazy. It's the most crazy feeling. I feel, You just feel everyone looking at you, right? Because I'm a black dude with, like, blonde hair with designs in it. They've never seen that shit. Unless they've seen Dennis Rodman. And we don't even know how much they've actually seen Dennis Rodman, right? So everyone's looking at you already. Just being a black dude from America. You know, because you come out, you know, you have the flag. The, the U.S. flag is up there. You know, it's on the screen, USA, so everybody knows you're American. So you come out, and people are just looking at you. And all the eyes are just on your body. And you can feel, it's crazy, you can feel the eyes on your body. It's so intense. So then you come out. What is there, What is the average citizen there? What is their, like, feeling to, about Americans, about American we're people? We're the devil, we're evil, and we should all be killed. Yeah. <laughs> Every single citizen? This is, this is what they're... This is what they're brainwashed to, to believe. How the fuck do they... I mean, how do they justify bringing Americans in there to compete? Because this is it. They probably brought me there to get my ass kicked. Oh, so they can okay. say that, look, how great... That, 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 
that's why I said it's probably set up so that I can play the North Korean. Right, so look, mm, not, not, oh, not our great I country see. defeated the evil axis of America or whatever. Not not knowing that I am by far not that player that you think that you're trying to defeat. I'm not that guy. But 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 yeah, so um they you know, you, you come in and everybody's looking at you and you can feel the eyes like the eyes are on your, your, your body. You feel it. It's it's intense. So we so we start to play. But but once zero zero starts, that's it. My mind is on the match. I'm about to I'm about to put it on you. Mm-hmm. Right? So so we start playing. I get the first point. Whoa! Yeah. You know, one zero. Two zero. Three zero. And every time I make a point, the, the audience goes, mm. So picture five thousand people going, mm. This 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 disapproving weird sound every time you make a point. The first five points, all I heard was mm, like this from everyone. Mm. I was like, holy shit, this is nuts. And then he makes a point. And all of a sudden, rah, start clapping. Makes another point. Wah, then it gets louder. It's like, oh, then third point, and it gets, in, everyone's just clapping in unison, like how, like how you see on TV, mm-hmm. clapping really, really loud. I mean, this is not, this is the preliminary round. It's not right. the Olympics. It's not the final championship. But, yeah. They, they were, don't know, though. No. They're just there because they, were, they have to be. They were for their guy, and they were so loud. So it got so loud that I couldn't concentrate. It was just so loud, and it was just, I've never been, always I'm the underdog, right? So that never happens to me. But it was almost like he was the underdog. So I was thrown off my game. It was very loud. And then I, I stopped for a second, and I look up. And as I look up, I just smiled. <laughs> I just laughed. And then everyone started smiling and laughing. And I was like, Oh shit, that's crazy. So I played again, I did it again, I looked up, I laughed. Everyone started laughing. Then it was like a chain reaction. Everyone started smiling and laughing. Every time I look up, they would I laugh and smile. They would laugh and smile. So I said, Bam, I got it. I got it. I got it. I said, This is where I'm gonna make the difference. This is it right here. This is the chance. Because I got the audience now. I've captured the audience, right? In their mind, normally I should be this evil American. So I should be like, ah, shut the fuck up, or something like this. But I didn't do that. I'm smiling and just interacting. And then I, so I just kept interacting the whole match as I'm playing this guy. And then at the end of the match, the North Korean guy wins, right? And uh, he, like, you have to shake hands after you, after you play your match, right? Um, so he comes to shake my hand, but you could tell he really doesn't want to shake my hand. He doesn't want to shake my hand because I'm American, right? So he, he just won this match. He, he wants to shake my hand as little as possible. So so he comes and he gives me this this weak ass like shake, like kinda like just puts his hands out and 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 you know, kinda wants to touch my hand. And I just grabbed his arm, pulled him in and gave him a bear hug. <laughs> right? What? And, yeah. And, and so my camera is filming. So my camera's behind me, which is my back, his face, right? And so I gave him a bear hug. And in the camera you see his face. It's first like, whoa. But then he smiles. Then he smiles, right? And he quickly, like, gets away. Yeah. But he smiles, right? So that was the reason to go to North Korea. That smile you can't fake. That's a real genuine smile, right? So, you know, the whole crowd started clapping and they started cheering. And this was real, right? Because I'm the evil American, right? So there's no way he would have smiled if that wasn't a real feeling. Right. And by him smiling can probably get him into some shit. Smiling that an American hugged you, mm-hmm. right? So so then I realized that 
I finally did what I went to do. Because if you think about it, for the rest of their lives, those 5,000 people, they're always going to remember this black dude with yellow hair from America that came and showed them nothing but love. He's always going to remember for the rest of his life. There's no way he's going to forget. I'm sure he's never been hugged by anybody like me or even an American or Westerner, never in his life for sure. He's never going to forget it the rest of his life. He's going to always remember the black dude from America with the bleached hair and designs came all the way and gave him a hug, right? So then now you you can't change people, you know, overnight. It doesn't work like that. But what you can do is you can plant the seed. So the seed is planted in his head and it's up to him where he wants to take that seed. He can maybe ignore it, but you can never forget it. It's always going to be there. Right. So when people start saying, oh, America's this, America's that, America's this, those people and him can think, well, you know, that guy did come from America and uh, he was smiling the whole time and he gave him a hug. Maybe just maybe it's not what you guys are really saying it is, you know. Right. And, and, that, and that's how you plant the seed. So I was able to do that. So the trip was really well worth the anguish that I had being there, it, it was worth it, yeah. So it was mission accomplished. Definitely mission accomplished because, I mean, it, it could have went another way. Maybe I didn't get to play a North Korean. I got to play a Syrian. Yeah. Then that's it. I would have I went there and accomplished zero. So it, yeah. it, it was the luck, the luck of the draw. It worked out, and yeah. So That's was, fucking beautiful, man. Crazy. That's a beautiful story. That's really <laughs> cool. That's crazy, really dope. Crazy, crazy, crazy time. Well, that's a strong way to end this thing, man. We just did two hours. All right, I appreciate right. you coming down, up, bro. Man. Tell that's tell me. all the listeners and the viewers and everything where they can follow you and find your shit. Oh yeah, man, just give me a follow on Instagram. It's Wally Green NYC on Instagram. I also started a TikTok. I don't know, guys, if you guys are in the TikTok. What's your TikTok? But name? It's also Wally Green NYC with an underscore. All right, yeah, man. So I'll link it I'm below at. so they can so they can check it out. Definitely, 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 man. Cool, man. Well, thanks again for doing this, dude. I really enjoyed it. Definitely. It was fun. Definitely. All right, man. Let's go play some ping pong. Yep. <laughs>